Today on Gamer Red Radio, pros, cons, conventions, and Pokemon Me. Gamer Red Radio starts now. From New York City. No, uh, this is Gamer Red Radio, uh, episode number 176, because unlike John, I can count. Um, <laughs> it's true. I'm a little and I can I, uh, count. Yes. I, I am uh, con burnt and very allergic uh, goat this week. I'm kind of both of those things, too. Charlie Technotronic on Worthley here. Hello. Candy Mountain, Charlie. And I am Jonathan... Um, I, I want to come up with something fancy like you guys did. Um, my feet fucking hurt from walking and riding a bike and playing a rock and roll show and running around in uh, Santiago, uh, a.k.a. Fallon Flynn. We're for villains! Come on! Is that hyphenated? All Is that just all hyphenated? Good it's God. all big giant dashes. You know what? <laughs> Never mind. No, they're not hyphenated. It's all underscored, Charlie. <laughs> oh, to keep okay. it modern for the kids. Yes, it's all for the children. (laughs) So, gents, what uh, what you guys' weekend looked like? (laughs) How was how was our weeks and weekends? Oh my goodness! Yes, uh, we we were all we were all busy busy as shit. Yeah, (laughs) in in our own unique little roles and ways. But uh, yeah, um, well, uh, you guys had the you guys were the bells of the ball this weekend. So I'll let you guys go first. Oh, um, or you know, here I'll kick it off since it was a say, villains yeah, weekend. What, 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 you were the bell, I, I was, was the ball. <laughs> You're always the balls, goat. Um, Somebody has so in his band. <laughs> this weekend, this uh, the, the, well done. Um, this weekend was um, as we've talked about leading up to it uh, in the last few episodes. Uh, Anime Midwest, uh, which was Vias for Villains, kind of debut of their semi-complete semi-full show um, where we were featuring some of the things that Goat worked on, which I'll let him tell you a little bit about uh, as not to steal his thunder. Um, but we had stage props on on, on there. We, we designed the stage to make it look like we were on a, we're on a rooftop when we're playing, complete with um, you know brick wall pieces at the front of the stage and in front of you know drum riser when we have them. And then... Um, a water tower, which I'll let go tell you about, and then um, a it's like a what do you call it? It's like a stack, chimney stack that has a turbine on the top of it. Chimney. Um, yes, it's a chimney stack. It has the, <laughs> uh, don't sass me, goat. Um, that that. So the big shout out to Gamerhead Radio crew all together. It's goat, um, you know, Jr. Uh, Joe, Ed. It was really like everybody really, really busted their hump this weekend, and and the four of them worked on these things, and then Travis as well. Uh, you know, one time uh, B Squad co-host Travis Lanning, 
um, and fellow goat bandmate in Codename Phoenix. Um, Travis did some work on this stuff too, so thank you to you, Travis. But everybody, everybody built these really awesome things. We got it there, played the show. Our costumes went from being a week ago went from being about twenty percent complete to being about collectively about sixty percent complete, and they're still not done. There's still quite a lot of work to do on them, so they're going to be a work in progress. Every time you guys come see us and see what we've got and how the show's changed, you'll probably notice new things on the costumes and changes and additions and all these really cool things. So. Um, it was a damn good weekend. We had a great show with a really great turnout. Everything was pretty, really fucking smooth. Everything was cool. Um, and we, we did a... I only got to do... We had a shitload of stuff lined up for the weekend, but I could only be there for Friday night, so we did that. And then we did an erotic reading panel, if that's what you want to call it, where um, <laughs> I'll let him tell you his side of that story, but we managed to get Charlie to read some... Uh, some naughty bitch. Smut. Yeah, which, which, <laughs> no, no, we're not gonna. No, that's no, that never happened. We're never speaking of that ever again. That that was um, not a thing that actually existed. I do not have video of that, and I will not be posting video of that to my YouTube page eventually. <laughs> yes. Um, everything yes. I just said was a lie. That's true. <laughs> a, a really fucking funny lie, though. It was great. Um, so was that that was the short really version of it. it. There was also a portion of the evening where our new drummer Mike stole my chair. As I was grabbing a taco, and I <laughs> fell true. flat on my ass, and then flat on my back, and just I just laid there and ate my fucking taco while I was laying flat on the floor, because I was too tired to do anything else. But uh, go tell tell them about your chunk of uh, contribution for the well, weekend. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make an abridgment to yours. It was the villains crew, not the gamerhead crew. You got your uh, your companies mixed up there. Oh, I guess we yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true, that's true, that's true. Um, no, we we built uh, we put these idiots on a rooftop per se. We built a eight foot water tower slash tech station. Um, we have a chimney with a working um, air vent uh, that is our fog distribution center. Does amazing work, um, and it's just nice to have that crap out in the open now. And I don't that one less iron curtain on my uh, my list of iron curtains. But it was a great show. Sweated my ass off. That was a hot stage. Jesus Christ! It was hot, man. There were a lot of things, a lot of moving parts, a lot of lights, a lot of yeah. everything going on up there. So yeah, we did um, we did seven uh, seven specific scenes built for lights with you with our, uh, our lighting guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was a long, it was a long fucking weekend, a lot of production, but the payoff was far worth it. I think <laughs> I've gotten nothing but positive reviews. <laughs> um, so it's a quick question. We already have some questions in the Q and A. Viewers, uh, if you're watching live, you can join the hangout and ask questions in the Q and A up on the um, side. One of our listeners, Dustiner Falconer, um, excuse me, mm. Dustin Falconer. Dustiner is uh, some somebody else. Um, <laughs> he, he asked, and th- th- this may be a common question for those that aren't uh, intimately familiar with the villains. Uh, what was the the um, the IMW? He uh, he tried. He made oh. a couple. He made a couple stabs at the initials. Uh, it was actually <laughs> I, uh, I believe sure. IMW, right? IMW. Yeah, he was wondering what that was. IMW is it is an Easter egg. IMW is the production company that my brother and I founded like ten years ago. It stands for Industrial Media Works. So everything that we put out um, as a band is put out underneath that production company name. So just a tiny like behind the scenes uh, visual Easter egg for you guys. Hey, hey John. Yeah. It's already working. <laughs> What's already working? What did you do? Oh, the Easter egg stuff? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> People are asking what IMW are. 
And, totally and, worked. And Dustin, I'm not sure if that if your comment you scarred me for life, Dama, was directed at me for my my clop reading. Um, but I'm I no more scarred than I scarred myself. <laughs> um, because I um I'm 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 sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a little uh, a little uneasy during that section of that panel. Not me, man. Not me. It was fun because what happened was is Charlie Charlie had we were taking submissions from the crowd at one point after the the smut panel show just careened out of control like a turned over vehicle. So every <laughs> smut panel we started taking, the last year. It's true, and there there was that way. We were taking submissions from the crowd, and Charlie Charlie threw his hat in the ring. Uh, and and brought something up for me. It was just like, read this, please. And then he got about three quarters of the way off the stage and back to where he was filming. And I was just like, Charlie, come on up. And I, I really should have known better. I I, I there's I, I had one of those moments where you, you you just stop and you're like, how did I possibly not see this coming? And um, and uh, and yeah, but uh, I'm 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 a good sport, and um, I said, well, um, I suppose I picked this out. So 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 like John said, the idea was that people were um, were were picking their favorite pieces of erotic writing that they wanted mm-hmm. the villains to read. Um, yeah. uh, I, I, real quick, I also have to shout out to uh, to your new drummer. Um, he is um. He he is quite the uh, animated um um storyteller. <laughs> He's a very funny guy, man. Oh, Mike's um, good people. He, yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike is one of my new favorite people. He's uh, I, I spent maybe uh, I spent probably a combined maybe two hours uh, actually interacting with him on a one to one basis, and he's very quickly become one of my favorite people. So he's he's um, good people, man. He's a really yeah. good guy. Yeah, an excellent excellent addition so, to your lineup. Um, uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. A little side note here, speaking of how uh, a funny person and how much he fits in the villains thing is, we're on set. Right, and he gives me the look that he has a problem. I run up there to ask him what, it, what what's going on with this kit. He looks at me and he goes, "I just want to tell you you're handsome. You can go now." <laughs> he was doing that shit to Jr. He did it to Jr. Jr. Yeah. pulled me off the side of the stage, and he goes, "He's like, you know what Mike did?" I, I already knew. I was like, "What? What did he do?" He's like, "He like waved me over like he was rushing me to the stage like it was important." And he was just like, "I just want to tell you, I think that you're." Very, very attractive. And he's just like, and I just looked at her and I was just like, oh, fuck you. And I looked off the stage, man. I thought that was the best. But that's Mike, though. He's a, he's a, he's a jokester, yeah. a prankster, oh, yeah. as was evidenced by the fact that I had to eat that taco on the floor. No, in Mike's defense, he, he blatantly walked over, grabbed it. We thought you you saw it. Everybody in the room no. thought you saw that. If you and then when you it, fell on your ass, you didn't see it. We got that. There's video. when you If you go back and watch the playback video, I was literally unwrapping a taco when he did that, and I <laughs> could not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I oh, just, I that's going to be an there. animated GIF. We're working on it. No, please do. <laughs> Charlie, I, I believe you probably have the best angle on that, though, from where you were standing. Um, I so I I didn't see it happening. I was focused on something at the other end of the stage when uh-huh. when that happened. And so it if if you were in the frame, you were on the just the very edge of the frame, which might make the capture of it all that much better. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have to uh, I have to go back and look and see exactly. Uh, yeah, I haven't got a good angle. Yeah, I haven't reviewed the footage yet, but there were there were lots of cameras running during that panel. So I'm guessing somebody got a pretty good angle of that. We'll find it. I don't know if it was me or not. But uh, but yes, that was. It that was, was fine, man. The, the the short version of a very very packed weekend was is that it was a good weekend, it was a fun weekend, and it was a successful weekend. Yes. So uh, good times. Um, 
but but Gamerhead Radio also uh, was there in the form of Charlie. Since Goat and I were indisposed with villain stuff, Charlie had a press badge and uh, did uh, did a little bit of sightseeing on behalf of Gamerhead Radio while he was there. And I'm sure we'll let him talk about that uh, coming up here shortly. Yeah. Um, the uh, so briefly, what I'll just say real quick is I didn't get to spend as much time there as I wanted just because of uh, other other plans that were already made for the weekend. But um, the uh, um, I got a chance to interview um, the owner. Uh, if if you if you were at the con, if you went in the video game room, you could not miss the wall of pachinko machines, uh, which were set up like immediately when you walked in. And um, the uh, I got a chance to uh, to interview and talk to the uh, to the owner of the machines and just kind of get a little bit of uh, get of insight into like. What, what it was like in it and everything. If you check out the Periscope stream, I, I realized about three and a half, four minutes in, we talked for about ten minutes, uh, I realized about three and a half, four minutes in that, oh wait, I forgot to actually turn up the volume on my mic. So if you go watch the stream, uh, there's nothing wrong with your computer. It's silent for about <laughs> the first three minutes, but then the audio kicks in. And I'm uh, uh, while, we're, while we're talking here, while we're going through the show, I'm working on a way though, so we can actually pipe that into the show, to the show and include it here as well. Excellent. Um, but... Um, but uh, yeah, really cool guy. I'm glad I got the ch- a chance to talk with him. But uh, I'll talk about that more later um, if uh, if I'm able to get this going here. But um, okay. but yeah, no. Other than that, um, uh, from what I checked out of the con, I mean, um, <clears throat> the uh, the video game room was 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 pretty well set up. Um, the I had a chance to also talk to a gentleman uh, named Arthur Mortega from um, Game Seed Indie Game Publishing, and he was showing off a game that um, that he's helping to publish. That um, I'm gonna try and get him on the show to talk about it a little bit, both to talk about the game. Um, the developers are not local, but he's from Chicago. But he is doing something else interesting. Um, just, just a brief little tease. He is working on like basically a class that's training people for esports in a weird kind of way. He's very interested in esports, and he's looking interesting. Into that. So, um, so yeah, the game that he was promoing was uh, let me switch back to my uh, was uh, was was a game called Video Ball, and this is a game that's going to be coming out for uh, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam. Um, and um, it's basically it's a lot like iDarb in the fact that it's like a very simplistic looking um, kind of competitive sports-ish game. Um, it's a it's a top-down perspective instead of a side perspective like iDarb is. But um, it's uh, it's bit, it's one of those things where it's um it's it's easy to learn but very difficult to master. Um, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in contact with him and see if he's willing to talk about both that and his esports training thing that he's working on in mm. general. So yeah, made some good contacts, had a lot of fun, uh, great convention. Um, uh, pretty good, really good size. Um, uh, a really great turnout, but uh, but yeah, um, that, that was a good time. And um, just briefly, as long as we're talking about what we did this week, that was one of three conventions that I participated in this weekend. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> um, man. Yeah. So so the second thing was something that um, is is something I had never heard of d- being done before, which I think is really cool. I just want to kind of talk about it real quick. Um, it was a um, it was a panel. Okay, so so uh, BronyCon, which is basically like the mothership of My Little Pony Cons, was this weekend, and um, it uh, this is like you know where like where Ciderfest is like a 1,200 attendee con last year. Winnie City was like an 800 attendee con. Everfree Northwest was like a 3,000 attendee con. BronyCon is a 10,000 attendee con, mm-hmm. at least is what they had last year. So this is the big one, and so. Um, you know, with anything like this, of course, people who were not able to attend BronyCon, like myself, um, it's uh, you know, it's 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 disappointing. Maybe it'll even a little depressing, depending on how how much you care about such things. But um, what some very cool people did is um, they got together and they organized an online convention called Horses at Home, which is basically for people um, that uh, that couldn't make it to BronyCon is is the, is the target audience for this. Uh, it's free to attend and everything, and basically it was. 
Um, a, uh, I mean, at the end of it, it was basically just an, a, a website that basically said, um, hey, if you, if you want to do, uh, do like a video stream about anything just pony related, I mean, even it doesn't have to be pony related, I guess, if you think that people would be interested, but um, do a video stream, send us the link, we'll put it on the schedule, and then so people can come here and we'll just have like a list of these different things people are going to be streaming all day. I mean, that was as far as the organization of it went. I mean, they did a little bit of social media and they were rebroadcasting some stuff themselves, but... Um, so uh, I took advantage of the of the situation to kind of talk about Ciderfest a little bit. So I hosted a Ciderfest panel for horses at home, um, and um, I'm told that uh, we had approximately eight eighteen hundred people watching the stream at one point. Wow, um, that's great! Which is which is pretty awesome. Um, and uh, so we talked about Ciderfest, and we soft announced a couple guests. I can tell you that um, since we said it there, um, uh, if if anyone is interested in such things, uh, Mr. Peter New, who is also the voice of um, uh, who is the voice of uh, Big Mac and Doctor Hooves, or the Doctor Pony, if if you want to be correct about it, I suppose. Um, uh, from the show will be uh, returning again for his third year in a row at Ciderfest. Love that man to death. I'm so happy he's coming back. Um, and uh, Mr. Big Jim Miller will also be joining us. Um, the executive producer, I believe, is his show, is his title for the show. And um, he's also, he's just a super, super, super fun guy. Like, like tons of energy, just really awesome guy. And um, so we had both of them on the panel as well as we talked to the guests, the, the, the previous guests we have formally announced, um, uh, Allie Milner, um, who's going by Willa now. She will be joining the, uh, you know, we, we've already announced that she's coming, but she was on it as well. And so it was basically the four of us just kind of chatting, um, as well as my video game manager department head talking about some of his plans for the convention. We were just talking about stuff. And uh, it, was, it was really kind of a cool thing. I've never heard of it, like an online convention like that before. I mean, I don't know if convention's even the right word, but I mean, that, that's, that was what it was intended to replicate. So I'm going to go. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then um, the, other, the other thing that I did was, is, um, uh, uh, I, I, I basically just stuck my head in the door, but just because I like saying I went to three conventions this weekend, I'm just going to go with it. Um, the, uh, the My Little Pony Fair was also happening this weekend in Schaumburg, Illinois, same hotel that Winnie City was at. And um, this is basically the, um, I believe it's a yearly convention whose intended for um, uh, the, uh, the collectors of the earlier My Little Ponies, all the old school ponies. And so, um, so not, not completely my bag, but I had some friends that were there. And so... Um, um, after uh, after I left Anime Midwest, I made a pit stop on the on the way back. Completely lost track of time, which is uh, uh, is the real reason why the show is running late because I don't know how to watch. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but um, but uh, but yeah, the uh, uh, time flies when you're having fun, and I just lost track of time, and so apologies. But uh, um, but yeah, no, the um, it was a super super busy weekend. I had a lot of fun, a lot of productive stuff, and uh, yeah, it, it was uh, it was a good time. So uh, yeah, excellent. Uh, so it sounds like uh, not for nothing, but every one of us had a not only a productive but a pretty busy weekend, um, and still managed to uh, you know on Meet top of after. doing everything. I get why oh. did you leave that out? <laughs> Do I tell. About that. Yeah, I, I met Hugh Hefner this weekend too. <laughs> because yeah, if you might remember from last week, John mentioned that there was an uh, an, uh, an erotica, is a, is an erotica convention like, it's, uh, like yeah. it's exotica, and there's you know there's yeah. three exes and exotica, you know. And that, that so, was uh, yeah. that was running this weekend. So the man, uh, the, the myth, the legend himself was there, and um, so was Hugh Hefner. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we bumped into each other outside the con. I was doing something else and had a brief inner, uh, whatever conversation, and uh, did my random life. <laughs> there you go. Go adventures of goat on the road. Um, so uh, let us move on and talk about releases, Charlie. 
absolutely. So, um, aside from the fact that we, we well, so, so first of all, we're going to be talking about this later, I'm sure, because of obvious reasons, but um, so last week, we didn't know that uh, Pokemon Go was going to be in the releases, so just in case you've been living under the j- most largest rock ever in existence, Woo! Pokemon Go just came out. Yeah, we'll um, talk about some of that in a little bit, too. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, uh, you are since you are clearly not on Facebook or Twitter or any other social media platform, um, because if you were, you would know that Pokemon Go came out. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's it's kind of a thing, and uh, we'll be talking more about that later. But coming up this week, starting tomorrow on Monday, July 11th, Arma 3 Apex is coming out for PC, and then on Tuesday, July 12th, Song of the Deep is finally coming out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Resident Evil 5 HD is coming out on Xbox One and PS4. Ghostbusters, the game about the movie, is uh, coming out on PC and Xbox One and PC4, which I'm sure will be a fantastic quality title. Regardless Um, of whatever the movie ends up being, there's no humanly possible way that game's going to be any good. Um, You know, stranger things have happened. Um, Yeah. But uh, you know, you know, it's uh, John. Just as you say that, I had to take a quick diversion. I had to pop over to Metacritic and just see. And the early um, reviews are positive, but I, I'm, I, I, I'm gonna have to just watch and find out for myself because people said that Amazing Spider-Man 2's review. I mean, it got largely great reviews, and then some of those very same critics, a couple years later, were just like, yeah, it wasn't really that good of a movie. I, I'm, I'm not saying I think Ghostbusters reviews are gonna be bought. I'm saying I need to find out for myself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sitting right now on Metacritic, uh, the the Ghostbusters movie is sitting it with an average score of 63, which is still in the green uh, range, with 11 positive reviews and nine mixed reviews, which mm. is a hell of a lot better than I expected to be, even for Metacritic. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, I'm 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 curious, but anyways, uh, Seventh Dragon Three Code VFD um, for the very fuzzy dragon. I'm assuming is coming out on the 3DS. Uh, it's, I'm sure that's not what that is. Um, <laughs> Assault Suit Lanos on the PS4 and PC. Mobile Suit Gundam Gundam Extreme VS Force on the Vita. Uh, Tumblestone on the PC and Mac. Necropolis, a diabolical, I'm going to say that again, Necropolis, a diabolical (laughs) (laughs) dungeon delve on PC and Mac. So good, he had to say it twice. Uh, Video Ball is coming out on PC, Mac, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, Daydream Awakened Edition on the PS4. Dex uh, on the PS4 and Xbox One. Kerbal Space Program is getting a release on the PS4. I'm glad that's coming out, actually. Kerbal Space Program is actually uh, really well uh, appreciated on the PC. Yeah, definitely. Um, Last Wings is coming out on the PS4 and the Vita as a cross-buy. Uh, militant, that's mili- like like Militant, but with a capital A, so it apparently has ants in it, on the PS4 and the PC. Uh, Panda Run on the Vita. Super Mutant Alien Assault on the PS4. And Type Rider, that's T-Y-P-E colon R-I-D-E-R, on the PS4 and the Vita. Hmm. And then on Thursday, July 14th, Infidium Strike is coming out on the PS4, the Xbox One, PC, and Mac and Domain Defense on the PC and Mac. On Friday, July 15th, Monster Hunter Generations on the 3DS. Adrift with a number one in the place of the I, for some reason, on the PS4. Uh, MX versus ATV Supercross Encore on the Xbox One. Move Love on the PC and Xbox 360, and I will always say it that way. I don't care if it's correct or not. <laughs> move I, Love. I just have to. M-U-V hyphen L-U-V. It's just Move Love. That's, that's how I, I see Move Love. 
Move love? I know it's move love, but because that's is it? Because I don't know now. that. Is is it for sure move love? No one's gonna call the game move love unless it's on the Vita. <laughs> because that would be the strangest title we've ever heard. It's true. Um, it's true. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm forever gonna call it move. <laughs> on uh, on PC and three uh, three sixty, uh, Rim World uh, on the PC and Mac, and then looking into the future on Tuesday, July nineteenth, we're getting I Am Setsuna on the PS4 and the PC, Kill Strain on the PS4, Neverwinter on the PS4, and Ark Survival of the Fittest on the PS4. Any of these games tickling your guys' fancies? Um, nothing particular except no. Rebel Space Program standing out for me. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, I'm uh, j- just because. I mean, just because I had a marketing guy talking to me about it. I'm interested in video ball because, as I've talked about pre- previously, <laughs> I am very influenced by advertising, especially when it's happening it. by human beings standing to uh, a foot and a half from me. So yeah. we gotta talk about that sometime. That fascinates the shit out of me because if somebody comes up to me and tries to sell me something, I'm like, no, just tell me what it is. <laughs> What is it? No, I have no interest in that. Or yes, I have all the interest in that. But I will find out for myself. Don't put your pitch on it. Don't I'm going to assume that it, that that it has to have some deep relation with my uh, with my foolishly placed, never-ending optimism. So whenever I see an advertisement, I can't help but think, yes, I'm sure this thing is fantastic. <laughs> so see, I still want, like, much like Mulder, I want to believe, but I don't. That's that's fair. No, that's I just fair. not anymore. Goat, are we losing you over there? Is he taking a nap? No. <laughs> no I was checking on Zelda. She's sitting next to me, uh, giving me the, uh, are you done with the podcast there yet? <laughs> how, how is Zelda the cat doing? Um, she's laying here being her. So, yeah, she's fine. Oh, good, good. Do, doing cat things then. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Indubitably, indubitably. So, those are the releases that we have coming up. Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think that um, I don't think there's really going to be anything stand out for a, just a little bit longer yet. Uh, we're we're getting toward the midpoint of summer here, where uh, the tide is going to turn, and then good games are going to be upon us once again. So, Maybe ride it out. Ride it out. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, speaking of games, what uh, what did you play there, fellas? Charlie, would you like to go? Well, first? I'll go first because I'll be quick. I'm just I'm basically just <laughs> focusing on Assassin's Creed 4 right now. Um, uh, Black Flag. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, it's fun. I like it, and um, I'm probably gonna be playing that for a couple more weeks, and so I won't drone on about it right now. Oh, except for I do have to say, um, if uh, I posted about this earlier in the week, so my 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 friends on social media will, will already have seen this, but um, my mind was absolutely blown away by the fact that in the game, just in like you know, in like uh, you can find like the like the various like documents and things like that where you can read them. I actually read that stuff sometimes, and um, one of the documents in in Assassin's Creed Black Flag is referring to Bloom and CTO. Which you may know from Watchdogs, meaning that Assassin's Creed and Watchdogs are actually in the same universe, which makes all the sense in the world, but just completely just is like what? Um, John, had you caught that before when you went through there? Um, uh, yeah, I caught it the first time, but I because I I knew uh, you know a little bit about where Watchdogs comes from, but because I had not like invested. A uh, bunch of time into the game, it didn't. It did not have the same impact to me. But I'm also, you appreciate that game a lot more than a lot of people that I know. So I could see why that would have some value to you. Of Black Flag? No, not Black Flag. I'm talking about oh, Watch, uh, Dogs. Watch Dogs. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to, to be clear, it was not a good game. <laughs> okay. I just um, I, I appreciate the promise of it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I look at it. I, th- I think we've made this comparison before. I look at Watch Dogs a lot like I look like I look at the first Assassin's Creed. Super yeah. repetitive. Not a lot to it, but you could see what they had in mind. And I. You know, with you know, I think it's generally agreed that Assassin's Creed Two was a monumental improvement over oh, the such a good Assassin's game. Creed. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm hoping. Um, you know, we only have the one trailer to go on really right now, so it's it's not really enough to draw any conclusions from. But I'm hoping that they'll make the same jump in improvement with Watch Dogs Two that they made over Watch Dogs One that they made with Assassin's Creed Two over Assassin's Creed One. That's my hope. That would be quite so, pleasant. Charlie is in love with his uh, potential, not the actual game. That is correct. <laughs> Never-ending optimism. That's what I'm going yes. with. Yes, you yes. sucker. <laughs> that, that is also true. <laughs> um, I that was, was that all you played this week, Charlie? Yeah, that's all I'm focusing on right now. Um, any any other thoughts about it now, or? Uh... Um, no, I mean nothing. I mean, aside from just wanting to to, to mention that that little thing, I, I didn't. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to drone on about it anymore because I'll be playing it. I'm sure for the next couple of weeks, and so mm-hmm. I'll kind of save for like you know really a lot of elaboration until I get to the end of the game. All right. Every week is just going to be yeah, I played it. It's fine. I'll I'll just have the same things to say about mm-hmm. it. Really, unless if something changes, of course I'll mention it. But I'm at the same place where I've been with it. It's, I'm, having, I'm having fun playing with it, but nothing. Charlie's three word yeah. review. Boats and hose. Um, see, see, here, here's where I know I'm watching too much pony. I heard you say oats and hose, which nope, that was like, not what like, I said. Like, like hose, like you hoe, uh, like ground with, and I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, nope. there's no farming in this game, and then I thought about it and realized what you actually said. So. Boats, as in sea vessels. <laughs> yes, got it. Hose, as in my brother. Got it. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> took me a second there. See, um, I, I, I was a big fan of uh, Charlie's first thing. We'll just stick with uh, he likes playing with it. There you go. Moving on. Wonderful way to segue out of that. So <laughs> let me bridge the gap um, there. So I the gap, huh? I didn't – no. Um, I did not get to play much because of uh, Anime Midwest preparations this week. But uh, I I did get to start playing Mighty Number no. 9 because uh, Goat was kindly enough to lend his copy of it to me. Um, oh, I'm only about 20 minutes into it. I've barely played uh, much any of it. I know it's not a terribly long game from what you said anyways, but mm-hmm. uh, my early my early vibe and assessment of it is this. Um, I don't necessarily think it deserves all the shit that it's getting for being what it is. It is definitely, like, just as a game. If you're looking at it as a game, if you didn't know anything about the Kickstarter stuff, where it comes from, it plays fine. I mean, it does exactly what it looks like it was supposed to do. So I think some of the disdain may be internet hype getting hold of it and tearing it a new asshole, and some of it may be people who back the Kickstarter going, this doesn't look like my money was spent the way I thought it would be spent, um, which is not up to them to determine how it should be spent, even though it should be spent responsibly. And, so you're in agreement um, with me. And it is also not a... F- I, the one thing I can see, based on the length that you told me it took you to finish mm-hmm. it, Goat, does not look like a $40 game to me. It does not look or play like a $40 game. It feels like an arcade title. If you're paying more than $20 for it retail right off the shelf, you're probably paying too much for it. Price adjustment aside, I don't really find anything wrong with the game. It's just a side-scrolling, platforming you know, shooter. So you and I are on the same page. The internet ruined this game. Yeah, I think maybe a little bit more. I don't. It's certainly nothing revolutionary, and it, <laughs> it is really like, let's just be honest, it's fucking Mega Man. You yeah. know, straight up Mega Man, but um, with a worse name. And I, I know two or three different 
uh, IPs in the video game, movie, TV show world that name their their heroes Beck. Beck is not a good name for a lead character, in my opinion. So stop doing that, everybody. No, he's a um, he's a musician with two turntables. Leave and it, he's not a, and he's not a good musician either. Go ahead, throw your throw your hate at me. I don't care. <laughs> um, um, so, so, hang on a second. So so go. I, had you finished the game when you talked about it the last time? Uh no. Okay, so so then I, I'm curious to know if if your opinion on the game changed at all from when you talked about it mid game to to now that now that you finished it, have you uh, no, do you no, have any different feelings about it at all? No, you don't need to finish the game to get that opinion. It's it's a Mega Man. It's pretty much the same levels over. I mean, it's the same. You know what I'm saying? It's the same over and over, but different because of the yeah, different levels. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not very it's not very deep. <laughs> all right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, You've played one Mega Man level. You've that's, played. That's it. That's the all. thing, really. That's why I think people were so disappointed. I think they were expecting um, a revolution of a concept that they loved, and that was not. That not only was that not promised. There's only so much you can do with a side scroller like that, you know. Um, it, it does feel and play a little archaic for the time, though, so I can see that. But I don't know. I'll reserve judgment for for you know when I get farther into it, because right now I'm kind of. I'm not angry at it, but I also didn't pay forty dollars for it. So, um, well, I didn't either. I only paid thirty. Yeah, there you go. Um, I um, I also played a little bit of Killer Instinct because my son really wants to play it all the time. So I played some of that. Uh, played a bunch of Overwatch's competitive mode because that launched, and I finally got around to that. I I'll save some thoughts on that for uh, another episode. The short version is is the competitive mode is the polar opposite of what the standard version of the game is designed to be and that is kind of bad. Um, there are longer matches. It's really frustrating when you lose. You D-level. It's irritating. Um, when you win, you're like, yeah, I fucking clinched it, but there's a lot of really obnoxious things that happen in the competitive mode and I don't necessarily think it's... They need to work on it. They need to fix and change a lot in it, or it's going to be off-putting to anybody but the most hardcore people, which is probably who it's for anyways. So, um, let me see. Did I play anything else? Shit, I just, I'm trying to remember. Um, no, I think I think that was it. Oh, Pokemon Go. You played Pokemon Go? I didn't think you were interested. I, I'm. Let me tell you why I started... I. Let me clarify something. I don't dislike Pokemon. I think there there's a stigma, a little bit of a stigma, uh, especially with the listeners of this show think I dislike Pokemon. I don't at all. I'm perfectly fine with Pokemon. Um, I was just maybe two years older than the, the the two or three years older than the the original crowd that caught it at an age where it just didn't appeal to me. At the time when po- Pokemon first launched, I didn't like it. I was just like, what the fuck is this? It just did not appeal to me. Um, and then years later, I made my peace with it, and I was just like, oh, I get, I just, I I got old is what happened, and I missed the train on it. And then I went back and looked into it and researched it. So I don't dislike Pokemon. I like Pokemon. I think it's really neat. Um, I did not have an interest in seeing what happened here, but I felt, if you guys remember when we first talked about it, um, I... I felt like it would not deliver on the promise of this, like, AR Pokemon in the real world kind of... And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it, I'm sure, coming up here. Um, but it does not even close to live up to what people, I think, thought it was going to be. Um, it never does. No, but this is not even close. It's... I'll talk about it later. Um, but I... I, I a whole feature on it. 
yeah, I, I spent quite a bit of time um, playing it, and uh, I'll share my thoughts on that uh, in a little I, bit. I, 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 uh, some some birds told me that John is a uh, a very um, animated um, passenger now that Pokemon Go exists. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? Yeah, everybody you got a ride from this weekend was like, he's that's actually not true. Everywhere and he's, he's, that's <laughs> actually not true. I did it once in the car last week with. Uh, we went to go get food, and and I did it well, once. We did it, on, we did it on the way to the venue. Uh, Ed said you did it on the way. I didn't uh, actually. I didn't do Pokemon Go at all when Ed gave me a ride home. I, that's actually patently fucking untrue. Okay. But uh, oh, I, a wild pyro appears. Throw a pokeball at <laughs> note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Pyro. Got to catch him all. <laughs> uh, he's a horrible fighter. He's uh, he, he's, yeah. he's 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 just a noisemaker. But um, yeah. So uh, real quick, um, before we before we move on, um, I just want to kind of let people know about a feature that that you may or may not know about. I'm gonna do a quick screen share real quick here, and um, if you are, uh, sorry, if you are interested. In um, knowing when Gamerhead Radio goes live with our shows, just, just as a reminder, for whatever other reason, um, take a look at that's our Twitter page. But take a look mm. at basketball. This is, what you see, <laughs> this is what you see when you go to our YouTube page. Uh, so if you go to YouTube.com/backslash Gamerhead Radio, um, you'll you'll be brought here. And then um, over here on the right, first of all, see where it says subscribed here. You should already have this selected to make sure that uh, that that you are subscribed to us. Um, but but furthermore, if you click this little gear here on the side, there's a box that you can check that says send me all notifications for this channel. Now, we don't upload videos like three or four times a day, so you're not going to be bothered constantly with notifications, but you will be notified when we go live every week. So um, if uh, just as a reminder, see if you want to pop in. You know, Even if you don't watch us every week, maybe you just happen to be home one Sunday night with no nothing to do, and you get that notification. It's like, oh, this is going to be the one time I tune in to watch Gamerhead Radio because, I'm, uh, because I, I've, I've always wanted to do it, now I finally can. So just uh, subscribe to us and check that box, and then you can make sure to uh, to uh, to uh, you know have the best chance of catching one of our episodes, if at all possible. So yeah, just kind of want to make sure. Now, before we move on, though, uh, Goat, did you talk about what you played? No, Charlie's just gonna fly past me. <laughs> well, I just we, we all know you played Pokemon Go. I didn't think we really need to talk about it that much. <laughs> small title, very small, insignificant title that came out this week. I played a little bit more of Beyond Two Souls as well when I could, and it's getting better and crazier. I think I'm cl I think I'm real close to the end because shit's getting really fucking weird. But and then um, uh, as I've uh, I'm, I'm using the uh, the very specific measurement um, of I played a metric fuck ton of Pokemon Go this weekend. <laughs> right on. That's that's a Pokemon, right? Uh, uh, it's Megaton, right? But but that's just a nickname mm -hmm. for Mega Fuck Ton. It is. Yes. You can name so your Pokemon too, and there's no oh, real okay. editing in that either. So you could you could probably actually name it. Um, I I I bumped into um, I bumped into a Pokemon at a gym named Cornhole, and that nice. was not at all sensitive. That seems so. like it would that seems like it would get past language filters. Okay, though. Can you name your Pokemon curse words, or does it filter those out? I haven't started um, naming. No, I haven't tried naming curse words, but but some still some fairly inappropriate things. I think I think one of the Kotaku editors, or no, it was somebody in a like tips for playing Pokemon Go article said that he named one of his Pokemon Puss Lips, and that still got <laughs> like they 
it hadn't bothered it at least at the time of the writing of that article. So, you know, there are children playing this game. Don't scar the children. Mm-hmm. Be decent. Yeah. But uh, so, speaking, hold on. But speaking of that minor minor thing I seen, uh, as we speak, um, well maybe not as we speak, but as of today, there is a Clefairy uh, at the gym of the Westboro Baptist Church that has <laughs> the na- that the name the name of the Pokemon is Love is Love. So good, good on everybody for trolling that terrible, terrible place. Golf clap, golf clap. Yes, yes, yes. Quite, quite. The quite. Pokemon is good for people. I actually could have filled our entire top five with Pokemon Go stories because there were so many of them this week yeah, relating to not, things. Does not surprise um, me. There are two in here this week, um, but we'll we'll start off. And and I'm gonna uh, be sort of upfront about the news this week. I kept the news largely, with the exception <laughs> of one thing. I kept the news the news lightly, sort of very simple and laid back because it's really been a terrible week for everybody in in the world it's just not been a a happy news week in the real world so i thought i would keep things light and kind of mostly silly here for the news this week in gaming no crazy politics or you know executives trying to destroy each other um or people losing their jobs um but there is one dead person we'll talk about that soon you remember when i said i I kept the news light and i was like dead people yeah yeah um, number five, a uh, <laughs> pizza place overwhelmed by five nights at Freddy's phone calls. <laughs> Sorry, I hadn't heard this. Okay, go on. No, this is good. So I haven't, I haven't really been reading copy from from news stories. Uh, typically, I've been extrapolating information and uh, kind of uh, throwing it in there for everybody. But I'm going to go ahead and just read this one straight out of the article so you guys can get the effect, full effect of it. A real-world pizza place in New Jersey is being overrun by calls from gamers asking if the restaurant has anything to do with the video game Five Nights at Freddy's. It does not. Asbury Park Press, um, through Kotaku, reported that the pizza joint in question is called Freddy's Restaurant and Pizzeria in Long Branch, and it's seeing its phone lines ring off the hook, but not always for pizza orders. Quote, the calls are coming from children nationwide who want to know if Freddy's is, in fact, Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, the setting for the popular online video game called Five Nights at Freddy's. Freddy's is trapped in a sea of never-ending telephone calls, and it is hurting business. (laughs) These poor people. The restaurant added phone lines, um, and it's shifting its employees around to handle incoming calls, and its irregular customers have had trouble getting through to place their orders. They're getting so many phone calls, such a large volume of kids and people asking if this is the Five Nights at Freddy's pizza place, that their paying customers can't order their fucking food. This is so sad. Oh, God. Okay. <sighs> Nobody from this restaurant is going to hear the sound of my voice, but on the 0.0001% chance that maybe you can, um, there are there are answering like phone answering system solutions where you can just have a little recording that says like, by the way, no, we have nothing to do with Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, please continue to hold if you want to actually order a pizza, and that would save you so much trouble. So, um, I mean, contact me; I will help you. Set Charlie, up. let's let's reach out to this company and let them know that you have solutions for them. Oh my God! Um, and then, and then send them a bill so and ask horrible. them to send us free pizza for the rest of our career. Where are they located? Um, New Jersey. 
I don't want, I don't want their pizza, first of all. <laughs> but uh, ooh, shots fucking fired, man. I'm from Chicago, damn it. Um, Chicago. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's not a place. Well, this restaurant opened in 1944 and is a family-run business to this day. So, so it's kind of like a paper and pencil. Well, it's not even just that. Think about this. This is this is a this is a World War II era pizza place, man. If they can't get business and they lose their business and they close because people are haranguing them about Five Nights at Freddy's. Wait. Wait. Yeah. So here's the solution. Other than Charlie's technical solution, which would make sense. What you should be doing is, if they ask that, or even do this, put a Five Nights pizza on your menu. <laughs> I mean, yes, you have to be... You could do uh, that. Okay, getting uh, take, taking you seriously for a second, which I'm sure you didn't actually anticipate. <laughs> um, no, I'm dead serious. The, the, um, the, the not serious part of it is when you ask if it's Five Nights at Freddy's, you automatically order that pizza and they send it to you and charge you. <laughs> okay, that's an option, I suppose. Um, <laughs> the uh, I'm just okay. So I'm 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 not trying to put myself in the mindset of of I'm assuming there's a guy named Freddy who has been, or maybe maybe it was the guy's grandfather because you know as long as this place has been in business. And oh, I've yeah, got a pizza generation. Yeah, 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 I've got a pizza place that has that has existed for decades. And um, all of a sudden, this video game comes out. I was here first by a by a, by a country mile, and now this video game mm. comes out. And uh, because of its popularity, my phone lines are swamped because of people. Um, mm. So I, I'm trying to imagine if I if I were to I I don't think they would actually be able to to have a pizza name like that because then that might imply some relationship even though they were there first because they were there first obviously they're not going to change their name or anything like that like and that's a Freddy's can't come after them obviously but yeah. I don't yeah. think they yeah. would they would be able to have a pizza named like that because then I think that implies too much of a connection and then the, sure the, the game well then go that. the other way and just sue the gaming company for not asking to use your company name. <laughs> if anything, you gotta you gotta imagine they probably want to distance themselves from this as much as possible. They probably have no um, idea what's going on. Also, one day the phone line just blew up, and they're like, "I I don't I don't know why." You know what happened? Somebody posted it on Reddit. It got to the front page. No, that's why you know that's what it was. Either Reddit or fucking 4chan. One of those two. Yeah, yeah. Um, this this they've had the same phone number for so long though that they're afraid to change it because they're afraid they'll lose business. People think they're out of business. Yeah, they like can't. Here. Yeah, they can't change their number. They can't change the name for the same reason. Um, I think they're just gonna have so, to ride this one out. So, Everybody, so just order a pizza from them. Just 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 do this. All right, like, have your fun, but buy a pizza at the end of your fun. Help them out. That's true. Um, if if you want an idea of how many calls they were getting. Um, one of the waitresses that's worked there for 34 years said she's never seen anything like this and that they get up to 200 calls in an hour. Wow. 200 calls that's, in an that's hour. That's she said it's really annoying. You're trying to do your job and you keep picking up the phone. Freddie's uh, added new, the, new, the new telephone lines as we were talking about. Um, but they what they do is they kind of try to check the caller ID to see whether or not it's somebody that, that calls constantly if they can catch them doing it. Um, Wait. So, so there. So, so this is not just people asking out of genuine curiosity. There are people like pranking them now. Oh yeah, of course, oh, dude. Man, that's... If, they, if this shit started on Reddit and 4chan, you know that's the sole purpose for this shit. That like people see, with calling that, programs, in a robotic voice, just to do this. Mm. 
See, um, I, I didn't get that at first. I thought it was like people like genuinely curious. No, I mean, I'm sure some of the people are. No, but yeah, think, yeah, yeah. But I think oh, a lot of it is just the internet being the internet. Yeah, that's, this is that's the uh, this is the modern day equivalent to um, everybody calling and asking for Jenny in the eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's creator Scott Cawthorn did reach out to the Asbury uh, Asbury Park Press with a quote saying, "Please do not call any phone numbers that you think may be associated with the game. There are no phone numbers associated <laughs> with the game or marketing. All locations are fictional." Yeah. I really want pizza now. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't so want pizza for ten minutes, and now I'm hungry. <laughs> Shit. Um, moving on to number four, though, I'm gonna cleanse my palate uh, of pizza and replace it with some acceptable failure. Maybe we'll see. Ubisoft <laughs> thinks that the Assassin's Creed movie won't make any money, and they're okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, you're doing an awesome job with stories this week. Hey, man, Please I, got, I, I, tried, I tried to keep it light and airy this week. Um, Ubisoft said upcoming Assassin's Creed movie won't make a lot of money, but its aim is not for the film to be lucrative. Um, Ubisoft's European boss, uh, Alain Coré, said the movie's intended purpose is to instead to raise awareness of the franchise. Quoted as saying, we are not going to earn a lot of money from it. It's a lot more of a marketing thing. It's also good for the image of the brand. Although we will make some money, it's not the purpose of the movie. The purpose is to bring Assassin's Creed to more people. We have our core fans, but we have but what we would like is to put this franchise in front of a lot more people who maybe will then pick up future Assassin's Creed games. So, let me get this straight, John. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft has just come out to the press and said, we've built the largest commercial in history, and we're putting it in theaters for you to pay for and watch to go buy our game. Let me tell you what this sounds like to me. This sounds like somebody up at Ubisoft was shown a cut of this movie, and they went, my God, we have to figure out how to explain this. Tell them it's okay, it won't make any money. If we say <laughs> it's okay and it doesn't make any money, then we didn't fail. Then we were graceful. Oh, God. Oh, so Does, it's the uh, corporate equivalent this, to oh hell no. Is this is this spin? <laughs> is this spin coverage? Is that what this is, you guys, or do you think they're genuinely just trying to make a multi-million-dollar commercial for their games? I think it's a little bit of both. I think uh, you might be onto something where somebody seen the trailer and went, "Oh fuck no, we got to make this look good." <laughs> and then they were like, and the marketing guy was like, "Well, what if we use it as PR for the game?" And he's like, "Yeah, make it happen." Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think I think that the the trailer looks acceptable to me. I just don't understand why they changed so much about if they're if they're using like seventy percent of the framework for it. Why not just go the full mile and do it the right way? You know, Desmond Miles, Altair. I I mean, I know why they're. I at least suspect I understand why they're probably not going that route. But it's you know, it's what they should have done was gone just straight for it. I think Assassin's Creed fans will be more appreciative of it if they had, would be, rather. So, yeah, I think uh, they, they wanted a general audience to see that the Assassin's Creed thing and have parents be like, oh, it's okay for my kid to play that game, I'll buy it. So they went the, the general route for a general audience, but I think they've alienated their, their actual audience of the fans of the franchise too far now. Yes, yes, I think maybe so. 
We'll see coming up because the movie comes out on the 21st of December, a week after uh, Rogue One, Star Wars, uh, you know, a Star Wars story. Well, they should um, put it out the same week. They, it's not a good idea for them to put that out a week after a Star Wars movie because, barring it just being a terrible movie, people are going to pay their extra money to go see Star Wars again. Well, I mean, yeah, you figure bad timing, so. Ubisoft. Yeah, a I mean, terrible the, idea. The week after Star yeah. Wars. I mean, John's only seen Rogue One maybe 36 times by then. He's <laughs> He's got at least another 15 Ooh, in him. At least another 15. Go <laughs> at least. You're being modest. I know. I'm trying to make you look a little bit more like you have a life. <laughs> I don't. Oh. <laughs> at this point, uh, Lucas' first words are the first two acts of Rogue One. <laughs> I, what, what I don't tell anybody is, is my son's first <laughs> words were, you poor bastard. No. <laughs> um, moving on to number three for the week. You guys are not going to believe this shit. I don't. I, you can't make this up. Richard Garriott is selling vials of his blood on eBay. I can believe that. Is that legal? I am dubious about whether or not that is legal. I don't so, think so. I think that's biohazard. I think that's against their that's uh, bylaws. That's what I'm saying. I don't, so, okay. I, that's probably going to get shot down, but go ahead. Well, he got shot up, but yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I certainly don't think you can mail blood. No. No, I would imagine No, not. that's biohazard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, huh. All right. So, All right, go on. Hey, well, well, maybe can, it's pickup only. Maybe. God, I mean, really, it's either that or, you know, you just stick it in, like, a little... <laughs> stick it in a paper envelope and mail it to them, you know, like the little foam bubbly ones, the orange ones, and not tell them what's in it, I guess. Yeah, so, article says, you can, now you can now buy the blood of Ultima creator Richard Lord British Garriott um, on eBay. Garriott is selling his bodily fluid by the vial for $5,000. Which uh, averages out to about three point eight thousand uh, euros. Are they even? They're still using euros. I don't know if that's changed over yet. Um, you'll get the blood in a reliquary and also receive loads of in-game items for Garriott's current project, Shroud of the Avatar. Um, what items would be worth five grand? This is getting kind of crazy, man. Like. What else do you... This is a sign of the times is what this is. Like, what the fuck else do you have to do to sell your game anymore? You know what I mean? Like, what what else is it going to take to move a copy of a game, Ooh. digital or otherwise, other than literally bloodletting at this point? I know I know the answer to this, John. I know. I know what it is. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you want the answer. I decided to do it. Um... <laughs> The the answer to this is um ship an actual good game that's complete and um isn't a pile of shit like we are used to today. Oh, that's just crazy talk. Exactly. That's why we're buying vials of blood for DLC. Mm. All right, that's mm. fair. Future is looking <laughs> grim, folks. Um, really quick here, uh, we have a question from uh, listener Dustin Falconer asking, "Do you have to start at one for Assassin's Creed to understand all of them?" Um. You you know, the first three games, um, really the first four games, if you count, uh, so it's like Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, um, Assassin's Creed... Um, Kart Racer. No, you're fucking up me up. <laughs> Might as well. You don't, don't give Ubisoft any ideas, man. Um, what, what was the one where they were in Rome? Brotherhood. 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 And then, and then um, uh, Liberation. Revelations. Revelations, that's it. Liberation. Brain's not working. Uh, I don't like to listen. You don't. 
those I because I'm tired. You're tired. Um, those four games you kind of have to play from the first one to really understand. But they try to do this thing, starting with Black Flag, uh, ironically, where you kind of don't need to know all of that. I mean, I guess technically you could do it with Assassin's Creed Three, but that even that Assassin's Creed Three kind of ties off the original games, and then after that, Assassin's Creed Four goes into this completely different territory, and you don't really know how to you have to know what else to play beyond then. So just 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 read the wiki and jump in where you want. Plus, honestly, there is there is a YouTube channel where there is a I, I don't remember what the name of the channel is called. Um, I, I'll see if I can find it here. This person takes and rips video game cutscenes from various games and edits them into a movie for people who want to experience a game they've played um, but don't want to have to play through the whole game again in order to drink the story back in. Um, So I have actually used uh, this channel a few times to go back and go, you know what, I would really like to appreciate this game and its story again. Um, but I don't have time to play 16 hours. But they edited the story content into a two-and-a-half-hour thing, so we'll do that. Um, i trying to remember what the hell the name of that, that channel is. If I remember what it is, I will tell you, or I will find it for you. Oh, uh, they're called Soviet Player. You can find them on YouTube. It's just Soviet Player, one word. Um, and, and if you look for that channel, you can find all kinds of movies edited into short films, uh, or games edited into short films, rather. Um, so... Um, Having said that, this is creepy and weird, and I, I, I'm i going to open up the auction right now and, and see. Oh, here you go. I'm going to screen share with you. This is where we're at now. <laughs> womp, womp. Item the listing has been removed, or this item is not available. Chances yeah. are I probably got flagged for being biohazardous. So... Um, I, I think we, we were all in understanding that that was the case. It was probably not at all a spoiler. No, I'm pretty um, sure that they no. they are not allowed to uh, ship Biohazard anywhere, especially for digital content. You can actually watch a video, a live stream Hangouts video, of them collecting the blood from him. So ah. it says it contains the blood of oh. Lord British, which was collected and recorded in, in the video that's attached to the original article. There are only six of these rare jewels, so do not hesitate to make this your own. With your purchase of Garriott blood, you also get the visit to visit the developer studio in Austin, Texas, where they will presumably drain you of all your blood and throw you into the basement. Yeah. Dude was looking for a quick 30 grand. What a dick. Yeah, it's pretty gross, man. <laughs> to be clear, they do state that that Garriott's blood was taken by a trained nurse. Um, I don't so. care. Let's move on <laughs> from fucking weirdos. Yeah. yeah. So moving on to number two for the week. This is the one, uh, the one horrifying spot in the uh, the news this week. Pokemon Go player finds body while searching for Pokemon. I'll let that uh-huh. linger for a moment. <laughs> How many Pokeballs did it take to catch? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. You, you always say the wrong things, Goat. It's horrifying. <laughs> um, well, I mean, so, it couldn't be that hard. It's not moving around. 19-year-old Shayla Wiggins of Riverton, Wyoming, says she found a dead body of an unidentified man while searching for Pokemon, according to uh, a report originally published through County 10. Um, Wiggins says she found the body in the Big Wind River. 
says that she was trying to get a Pokemon from a natural water resource and discovered the body. Free. I'm I'm trying not to laugh at this because it's really not funny, but it just. This we're gonna, we're gonna start seeing a lot of weird shit found or happened because of Pokemon Go coming up, I'm telling you. Fremont County Sheriff's Office said in a press release that the man's death appeared to be accidental and possibly a result of drowning. There's no evidence at this time that indicates foul play. What the fuck, man? (laughs) That's horrifying. Not really. Especially considering how... how, I mean, it just the, the 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 craziest thing about this to me is that like it, the body had been there for such a short amount of time. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's like purely coincidental. I mean, people are already finding tons of things because, excuse me, because of Pokemon Go. How do we know that he didn't steal her Pokemon? That's true. Maybe she drowned his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't that big of a deal? The joggers find bodies and parts all the time. Like yeah. if you want to. It's amazing. If you want to find dead people or anything, you leave your house. They both My arrived God. at the same point at the same time, yeah. trying to get the same Pikachu, and there could, uh, in, in typical Highland, there could, could only be one. That's it. So, I mean, <laughs> what, was it what was this girl's name? Um, I don't recall. Something no. Free Friedman, I think. They might not have said her name. She might be under 18. No, they oh, didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh well, yeah, maybe they use the name, but I don't know whether or not it's actually her. But well, maybe, maybe uh, she's on Team Rocket. Maybe her name's Jesse. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it is. Disturbing. Oh dear. Um, well, unfortunately for that poor fellow, um, the, I'm just really glad it wasn't a, like a kid, like a ten or a twelve year old that found it. You know what I mean? That would have been disturbing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Quite disturbing. Um, from horrifying Pokemon Go news to acceptable Pokemon Go news. Um, Pokemon Go is going to overtake Twitter and daily active users. That's, That's a lot. Of... Wait, did you say Twitter? Twitter in daily oh. active users. Holy fuck! I just, did you just did you see Charlie's mind just snap right in half right there? That's you... okay. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. of people. I think that I think that says more about Twitter than it says about Pokemon Go, actually. Yeah. Um, but I mean, is Pokemon Go? I mean, Twitter is a worldwide platform. Is Pokemon Go is only in the U.S. For right United now, States, Australia and New Zealand currently. So, 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 uh, China, China is China's contribution to Twitter. Just in and of itself, is not enough to. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but but that that's what I was going to segue into at the end of this this article, and we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, digital market intelligence firm Similar Web has shared that the augmented reality app has already outpaced dating app Tinder in the United States and will soon overtake Twitter in daily active users. Pokemon Go was already installed on 5.16% of all Android devices in the country, that being the U.S. when they say the country, by Friday 8th of July. So think about that. In like less than three days, 5.16% of all Android phones in less than three days. A larger base than Tinder has achieved in its entire lifetime. Uh, as, a, as, as for app engagement, more than 60% of users that have downloaded the app in the United States are using it daily. That has seen it rival Twitter. And SimilarWeb predicts that Pokemon Go will have more daily active users than the social network in a matter of days. Days. The app is being used for an average of 43 minutes, 23 seconds per day, a greater length of time than WhatsApp, Instagram, Snapchat, or Messenger. Given such demand, it doesn't come as a surprise that the app has suffered repeated server issues and that release in other countries is paused until those issues are resolved. That's the part I was going to get to. So, first of all, let's let's take a second to appreciate the 
insane number of people currently operating Twitter on a daily basis and put that against an app that's been out for four days. That's, yeah, I mean, like, I guess I'm not really surprised. I mean, like, so, I mean, just a couple anecdotes to sort of just speak to this is that, um, so I mentioned BronyCon before. One of the, uh, one of my friends who's on staff at BronyCon posted that they had to amend their staff agreement and rules for BronyCon to basically say, like, I know we're all excited about Pokemon Go, but please don't play it while you're on staff. We need to take yeah. care of the con first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, been, that's been a big thing. As a matter of fact, one of the things that's been interesting about this game, and I'm sure it's probably only just propelled the growth of it, is... A lot of places, like, in the first 12 hours of the game's release, there were so many memes and photos and discussions and everything taking place about this game that you just... I even made a joke about it on my personal Facebook page saying that when a game has this many memes and there's this many people talking about it this quickly... It's got. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. The only two things you saw in the in Facebook or Twitter, the feeds anywhere, it was like scrolling down a wall of d- the Dallas police shootings and Pokemon Go. Those were the only two things you could see trending anywhere on anything. It was insane, um, and that's one of the, the the big jokes with it is is that it got blitzed so hard. I don't even think Niantic was prepared for what happened because it's been. Tons of, of server outages and and disconnections, and um, that doesn't even get into discussing the actual game itself, uh, which, to be fair, is barely a game. It's barely a game, um, but it's making a lot of people very happy. On a technical level, it's really buggy. It's like it's really buggy. I have I have it crash or lock up constantly when I'm trying to capture a Pokemon or whatever. But it it's kind of it's kind of broken, actually. And I'm sure it'll be fine when they fix it. But and there's not really much to do except for just capture Pokemon and then capture more of the same Pokemon in order to evolve them and make them stronger so you can place them at gyms and to have other people fight them. And it's that kind of ingress element. Um, Ingress is a better game right now. It's a more complete game right now. Well, but, it's a lot more um, mature, too. But yeah. It's not even the maturity level, because I'm fine with what Pokemon Go is. It's just broken and buggy right now. And it's but got, how well did Ingress launch? It's pretty pretty cleanly. Pretty fine. But they also Rel- had relatively it. speaking, yeah. I mean, like yeah. it was it was the same kind of thing. It was, I mean, it was a much simpler game when it originally came out, but, um, you know... The, and it was uh, invitation only. Um... Probably, I don't remember that for sure, but probably. Um, no, no, yes, yes, it was, yes, it was, yes, it was, yes. Because I know, I'm saying, I know it was because I had to ask you for an invitation. <laughs> right, yes, I, that's why I, what made me remember that. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, just just quick other side note, it, it's interesting to see some of the people that are still playing Ingress, or at least, or at least, uh, or at least have been very, 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 you know, very active Ingress players. Well, I don't know for for a fact that these people are still playing, but I've seen comments from people um, along the lines of basically like, "Hey, Pokemon Go players, um, we sort of set all this up for you. Please don't ruin it." Yeah, <laughs> it's know? it's kind of um, true oh, yeah. because all the portals are based on information they got from. Kind of like we talked about last week, we thought maybe that's what it was. 
that is that it's been confirmed. Niantic said that not every single thing that's been tagged or is currently usable or um, the idea is is they want you to walk slightly farther distances in Pokemon Go to to get Pokemon because that's the one element is when you're playing Ingress you just need to go to that portal and do what you're going to do there and then go to the next <coughs> portal and do what you're going to do there. This one is more of about the journey between points that are interactive because you catch Pokemon on the way. So I do I do like that feature of it. It's fun, but it's well, a really and, um, the steps uh, help you hatch eggs. Yeah, I know, I know. I've got a couple of them cooking. Uh, I've sure. already hatched one. That's it. Um, go. Wh- what do you What do you think of Pokemon Go? It's fine. It's just like Ingress. It's to get you off your ass and go out and do something. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I actually do kind of enjoy it. It's pretty. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously it's brand new, and I know it's like, you know we'll say the unfinished product and all that, but for what it is and what it's supposed to do, it does it just fine. What uh, what level is your, your trainer? Uh, let me let me check my records here. I was not playing while we were talking. Um... <laughs> <laughs> my records. He's got to page his secretary. That's good. What level am I? <laughs> uh, uh, my my trainer is level, is literally one interaction away from being level eight. Oh wow, you're ahead of me. I think I'm a level seven. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, John, a you, little. You you've leveled up more than goat. How is that possible? I because was at work all weekend, and I, someone that's left. It. I could not be at the convention mm-hmm. for any other part of it except for just Friday. Um. So, it. Uh, you know, I had some time on my hands while I was not there. Wow, and I, I currently, for, for listeners at home, there's always a butt of a joke about my car being a piece of shit. I don't have one anymore because it finally conked out on me permanently. So I've been doing a lot of walking until we get a Yeah, I'm uh, 5345 with 7,000 XP through level 7. So I'm not far behind you. Yeah, yeah. Right on. So what team did you pick? Team Valor, bitch. That's right. Good boy. <laughs> now, okay, so so I have a I have a question. Um, now, with 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 Ingress, there are stories and like very like there there's a reason why you might pick one team or the other. Are there stories or like like in, in incentives or reasons to pick one of these three teams, or is it just a name? No, there's a little backstory to them. Okay, all right, just yeah, wondering. If you, I mean, they give you the rundown on what each of them mean, but if you are not a Pokemon fan or don't watch Pokemon or do not already know who these teams are, um, then oh, it, so these these are not new not, for these are not new for Go. They're established in the Pokemon world already. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like if you don't know what these things are, they give you just enough to tell you what they are, but they don't really go into detail about it. it there's not there's not like a, a an arcing, overarching like storyline, like there is an in ingress. So, got it. yeah, just just so you know. But yeah, it's uh, it's fun. I'll tinker with it and keep keep jamming it for a little while. If anything, it's it's a distraction when I have to walk long distances for a period. So, yeah, but it is broken as fuck. Okay. So real quick, I believe I have gotten this queued up correctly here. Um, the uh, so so I'm going to attempt to pipe into both the uh, to to the stream here. Uh, my interview that I did with Jared from Pachigo Fever um, at uh, Anime Apocalypse, uh, Apocalypse Anime Midwest. <laughs> I've called that con three different things now. Um, yes, you have. So, <laughs> um, so let's see if uh, let let's see if this works. Pardon the potential trial and error, but I think I've got it. Let's see. He's actually doing quite well there. Interesting. So I'm going to try and get a little bit closer. And so the general 
hopefully you guys can hear us over the sound of the machines. But so, yeah. So the general mechanics. So how do you? How does one play pachinko? How does it work? Well, the general idea is, if if you can see, I don't know, they've got the throttle right down there on the right hand side, and that's going to control how hard the balls get fired into okay. the machine. And that's the only part of control that you've got. Um, the farther you turn it, the harder it shoots into the machine. So that's how you control your aim across the top of it. Okay. Uh, but past that, it's all luck. You know, once it fire, once it filters down the pins, uh, all the pockets that you're going for are at the bottom. Okay. So it's your job to just kind of find a sweet spot and fire there over and over and over again. Cool. All right. And so, how many? I don't know. This is. This seems like a, a number you might know. How many different models of pachinko machine are there out there? Well, there's about 30 big manufacturers in okay. Japan. Um, I have four represented here. Okay. Um, there's about 30 manufacturers, and they come out with anywhere from 10 to 12 a year. Uh, and the machines okay. will spend about a year to 18 months in a parlor in Japan, and okay. then they retire them. And that's when they go on to the secondary market, which is where I pick them up. Wow. So these so, are all used. So a lot. <laughs> a lot. A question. lot, yes. Got there it. are uh, about 12,000 pachinko parlors in Japan, wow. actually, at last count. Out of, all the, out of all the machines you have here, which one's your favorite? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't make depends. you pick. <laughs> it depends. I've got, I've got several favorites. Okay. Uh, the Bebop machine is probably my new favorite. Which one's that? Down here. here. Let's swing this around here. <laughs> oh, 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 Cowboy Bebop, cool, yeah, okay. Cowboy cool. Bebop, I've got a couple of animated ones. Uh, Swing around here so we can see it. Fantastic. Uh, it, it has that old school pinball feel to it, which I really, really like. That's really cool. Uh, it does a lot of really cool stuff when you get it going good. Uh, and I bought that one most recently. That's actually my first experience importing it directly from Japan as wow. well. That one came straight out of the parlor about, uh, I don't know, about eight, two or three months ago. So... So I notice on like a lot of like the older machines is that it's a, it's actually like a like a plinko kind of a thing with it falling through the pins. Yep. How does how do the video ones work? Where it's just a video screen in the middle. Uh, well, it, it works the same way. It's just you've got fewer pins for them to go through. These are actually both played down the left hand side. Oh, oh, it goes around. I see. Okay, got it, got it, got it. It just comes down a, a narrower corridor. Okay, cool. Interesting. And, and then like, are there are there game mechanics on the screen itself? Oh, lots. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this one's got a spinner that comes up here and does cool stuff. This will drop down sometimes. Uh, it's it's full of surprises. Wow, that's really cool. <laughs> right. A lot of cool stuff. In it, These are really neat. They get more and more complicated for year. <laughs> I sounds exactly like the pinball industry. So yeah. Pretty much. Um. So 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 you guys, your company itself. Um. You guys pretty much are just go, doing this at anime conventions now. Do you have a home base where we people? We are based out of Kansas City. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, we started doing about a year and a half ago. Okay. Take. Uh, and it's uh, generally mostly anime cons, although I think we've done a couple of gaming cons as well. Sure. Uh, and they love it. I mean, it's it's a great little bit of uh, Japanese culture that you just don't see at cons. No, absolutely. Uh, and so nobody was really filling that niche, and I said, hey, I own like at the time I only owned like eight. Uh, but I said that's enough to be able to get started, and that was about a year and a half, and I'm up to 35 now, okay. I think, nice. <laughs> of which I bring around any, any given 12 that are working any, any, any given cool. weekend. I have to ask, are you at all familiar with Galloping Ghost Arcade over in Brookfield? It's I like am the, not. The, It's the, the largest um, American-based arcade 
in, um, actually, I think it might be the largest arcade in the world at this point, actually. It's right over close here in Brookfield. Uh, just, I was just wondering if you had, um, had inter- interactions with them. I'd love to see some Pachinko machines out there because they have, like, pretty much everything else. But, cool. Uh, but, yeah. No, um, I should go talk to them. <laughs> yeah, you should. The guy that owns a doc, really cool guy. He loves talking arcades, absolutely. Sure. Um, so what are some events you guys have coming up in case people are interested? Well, this is actually our last event on the schedule for a little while. Uh, we're, our next planned con that we have for final is uh, Subasa Con in West Virginia. Okay. Uh, followed by YumaCon up in Detroit. Okay. So that's the okay. uh, end of September and the end of October, respectively. So okay. Hopefully, we can continue trying to bring us back out for Con Out Delete in December. Sure. We're still talking to him. Cool. Um, all right. Awesome. So, uh, if you want to know more about this and find out about your upcoming events, where should they go? Sure thing. Uh, pachinkofever.org. Uh, P A C H I N K O. Uh, and that's got, or will actually have a calendar for all of our events for at least six months or so. Uh, and then uh, we also have a Facebook page that they can go to, which is just slash Pachinko Fever, all, all squished together like okay. for the internet. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll post a link up to them also on, uh, on social media afterwards. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks very much. Uh, once again, this is Charlie from Gamerhead Radio talking to uh, Jared from, uh, from Pachinko Fever. Thanks Appreciate much. your time. Thanks very much. Have a good one. Thanks, guys, for watching. Yay, I love it when things work correctly. Yay. <laughs> I think uh, the it's audio might have been a a show. there at the beginning, but uh, I brought it down. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, uh, Jerry, really cool guy. Um, unfortunately, like I say, unfortunately, the uh, the first couple minutes of that were were, were soundless, but um, that's uh, that's all the audio that uh, that we got there. Basically, it was just him talking a little bit about um, how the company got started and everything. I'm sure you can find it all on their, on their website and their Facebook page. But, yeah, cool guy. Mm-hmm. Check him out. And um, if you haven't played Pachinko before, it's uh, it, it's 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 dangerously addicting. But, uh, but yeah, no. So yeah, thanks again to Jared from Pachinko Fever. Uh, <clears throat> there's there, there's a scar right there at uh, facebookcom backslash Pachinko Fever and um, and uh, at uh, pachinkofever.org. So um, yeah, that's fun. Let's uh, let's go ahead and continue. Charlie, you were saying that you wanted to be interested in um, in playing um, Ingress, but you didn't play very much of it once you got into it. Correct, and um, I I don't have a good explanation for that. It was just a matter of. Um, I don't know. You know, I think I think it was. I th- I think I think at the time, like, and this this was a common complaint with Ingress. Like when when Ingress first came out, cell phone technology at the time was was not was was. I mean, even even today, people are amazingly somehow still being surprised by the fact that Pokemon Go is nuking your battery. Um, and uh, it was only it was it was two to three times worse when Ingress came out just because that, that's where phone technology was at the time. Like, quick chargers weren't a thing back then. I mean, like, it, uh, you know, so you had to bring her out, bring her along, like, several several battery packs to, to try and yeah. get through, like, an extended session just because. Or you had to, you know, be in your car and, you know, stay plugged into the charger or whatever. Um, but I, I feel like a lot of the people complaining about that are people that... Um are people that have a certain types of phones because honestly having that S6 I have an S6 which you know those those phones have really good battery life compared to the average phone um, and uh, I, I don't really have that much of a problem with mine as long as I don't have the screen brightness all the way up um, I mean but having the GPS on does kind of chunk at the battery but like I can play it for a full from a hundred percent charge I can play it with the screen brightness all the way up GPS on and I can play it for an hour and only be at about 65% drain on my battery. Okay. Yeah. The yeah, it was yeah that that's a lot better than it used to be for sure. But here, here's the average. The... No, I'm talking about Pokemon Go. The <laughs> average person no, no, yeah, playing yeah. Pokemon Go right now gets 40 minutes from a full charge before their phone dies on them. 
Yeah, no, that okay. That that's that's more what I'm what I'm accustomed to from yeah. from my my limited interaction with Ingress. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing that weirds me out the most about the way that they've got this set up. Now maybe now the the the, the, the wristband thing is not out yet, right? That like no, people no, have been no. pre-ordering it, but um, that thing is entirely unnecessary, by the way. Uh, well, okay. So so before we go on, what what does the wristband thingy actually okay. do? So, um, go. Do you know you you know what this does, right? Yeah. Okay. So, when you are near Pokemon, if you have the app running, which I, I mean, in order to explain this properly, I have to explain one of the features that's in the setting, which may help some of you guys playing it at home. This is a quick tip for you. Um, there is a battery saver mode, and people were turning it on, going, "It doesn't fucking do anything." That's not true. You're just not using it right. The battery saver mode keeps all of the services of the app running while turning your screen off so that you don't drain your battery with the screen brightness up. And what it does is you have to turn, like, you have to take your phone and you have to turn it upside down and put it in your pocket, and that activates the battery saver mode and shuts the screen off. Okay, so, so you can still walk around with, like, your headphones in or something, and, you know, headphones are just the volume up, or vibrate, and it vibrates, too. And anytime a Pokemon is, is in your range to capture, it vibrates, either in your pocket or... Um, whatever it is, were you, were you okay there, Charlie? Did you just have a I'm just my my reflection. <laughs> my reflection is in your phone screen, so I was trying to wave like in the oh, reflection right of like, your Let's phone screen. Yeah, yeah. Look there, it's Charlie. Yeah. Look at how dirty my phone is. Jesus Christ! This is what happens when <laughs> I let my my son play with my phone. It gets yeah. like little boogery fingerprints all over it. Um, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry for the little mushroom right for fingerprints, John. Mm. <laughs> Shut up, bro. You turn the phone upside down, and that's what activates it. Now, this wearable item is makes it so that you can have, let's say you have the volume muted, the music off and everything, and, and you still want to play it with the battery saver on. This wearable will vibrate on your wrist if if there's a Pokemon, Pokemon nearby. That that's way, all it does. If you don't have headphones in, if you don't have the, you know, if you can't hear it and you can't see it, how do you know if they're there uh, other than it vibrates in your pocket, which is... Perfectly fucking acceptable. Um, that's Wait, all it does, Charlie. That, that's it. That's it's it. Ju it's just a vibrator. There's nothing else in there. Nothing else, man. Okay. So, so here's the thing. Um, I was actually talking to some people about Pokemon Go at that Anime Midwest, and yes. they, they actually they they demonstrated this battery saver mode for me. And um, the, uh, the 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 thing that I find to be kind of unbelievable from an app design standpoint is that. The the screen is still on. To be very clear, you can still see the like a Pokeball logo in the middle of the screen when you flip your mm -hmm. phone upside down. Yeah. It just turns the brightness all the way up, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's so super you're low. Yeah, so so I mean, like it, it's whatever it's saving on your battery. Now, now to be fair, the, the, your screen is the biggest power suck on your phone. So whatever, whatever, whatever any app can do to 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 minimize its use of the screen is will will help your battery life. Um, you know the. Um, I mean, just as an example, sake when I got my Android Wear watch, you know the biggest thing that did for me is that every time my phone vibrated, I didn't have to take it out of my pocket and turn the screen on every single time. Just sim simply, simply not turning on my screen for like five to ten seconds, you know, a couple times, a couple times an hour, like helped my battery life on my phone significantly. Your your screen makes that much of a dent. Mm -hmm. However, that being said. Um, I just have such a hard time understanding why they were not able to engineer this app to be able to run in the background on on a more on a more backgroundy level. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't know how else to say that. Um, you know the the 
I, I just don't get it. I mean, like they're. I mean, like I, I can think off the top of my head of of, of uh, a dozen apps that are capable of like maintaining like the like GPS location tracking and doing plenty of things with in the, the screen completely off. Like with your phone, yeah. with other apps running. That surprised I mean, like, me actually. You know, like like you know, anybody who's used Facebook knows that there's a thing in Facebook where you can tur- like basically like broadcast your location to your friends, and like <laughs> you know, and that runs when Facebook you haven't touched Facebook in an hour. I mean, like it's it's it boggles yeah. my mind why why they why they did it this way. I, I need mean, to like clarify something with the wearable because just to make sure I didn't leave anything out on it. Um, when I first read about this um, a while back, I I don't think I entirely understood what it was. To be clear, um, the added functionality is not that much better. Um, but what happens is is it's the only way to play it without pulling your smartphone out. Okay, so if if you're wearing the item and it, it blinks blue, um, it means there's a Pokemon by, and then you can press the button to try and capture it without pulling your phone out. Um, okay. If a rainbow light pattern means success, while a blinking red light denotes failure. And it's not it's <laughs> not it's not thirty five dollars plus tax worth of fucking wearable. Sorry. Well, I disagree. For for people who are going to be playing this game, like taking taking your phone out, I, I'm uh, how long does it take? Like, go from when you pull your phone out to like look oh, to like look at like like find the Pokemon and like throw mm-hmm. the Pokeball at it and then see if it yep. works. What is that? Minute and a half? Two minutes? Mm, yeah, I, I would 20 say. Twenty seconds. Yeah. Oh, that it quick. It's that quick. Okay. It depends. It literally just depends. flops into the, it. Just flops into the. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you walk. You open the app. I mean, you're probably looking on the high side, 30 seconds to get a to get a hit. Uh, you you poke it. It flips automatically over into AR mode. It's right there. If you're good at shot, one two balls. Yeah, you're under a minute. Well, okay, but even still, like if you if uh, you know just just coming off of my experience with how much with how much my watch helped me with not having to unlock the screen if you're able to do like a decent amount of that because right now it seems like that is pretty much the game it's like you look you you come across pokemon you throw balls at it and if you catch it great like i mean there, there's more yeah, to it. I mean, you upgrade well, them and you make them stronger and then there's the gyms and the pokestops and no it, sure I, i'm i'm oversimplifying yeah. of course yeah, but yeah. i mean like if if you're able not by to much. Do... it's not that complicated no it's, it's pretty basic. basically an inventory management game right now yeah and uh, yeah, so so right, and I'll come back to that in a second. Um, but the you know, it just in terms of catching Pokemon, you know, if you're able to basically do that without having to turn your screen on, that actually will make a huge help to your battery life because you know, turning your phone, turning your screen on for one to two minutes, at, I don't know, ten to fifteen times an hour, that's that's going to be yeah. you know, that that'll help quite a bit. Yeah. Um, now here, but here's that's the other thing. What you guys just said about what the game actually is that just kind of boggles my mind is like, you know, I played Pokemon Yellow back in the day, and you know, like a little bit, like I maybe got like a quarter into the game. It just, it just didn't, it didn't, didn't work for me. But you know, I, I, I know enough about Pokemon to know that when you come across a wild Pokemon in in every Pokemon game ever, I'm pretty sure, you know, you have to weaken the Pokemon to a point, you know, to be able to catch it. You know, to do that right out of the bat. No, and, there ain't none of that shit in here, man. You just that's, oh, yeah. That's the entirety of what Pokemon is. No, like, no. I don't there get is. it. There is a little bit of that because the higher CP you get, it will it will break out of the ball. And well, you it, have that, to. but that's it. All it does is break out of the ball. You don't have to weaken yeah. it to try and capture it. So like when you when you throw the ball at it, the ball will capture it and then it'll go mirror and it'll wiggle mirror and then it'll wiggle again and then it goes mirror and on the third wiggle it catches. But there's a possibility on any of those three wiggles for it to break out and then you have to just throw keep throwing balls at it. <laughs> 
You got just you and know. And it, it seems like it's entirety entirely uh, left up to chance. Um, and you know, the, there's 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 a little bit that you can discern based on you know the strength of the Pokemon and which which ball you throw at it. But how do you get balls? Of course, you can you can sit there and, and test your luck for hours on it. And one of these Pokestops, which apparently there's a ton of them around my house, according to Dan Lockie. <laughs> um, the you have but, balls uh, over your house. Uh, Pokestops, Pokestops apparently are everywhere around here. Um, but uh, well, you got um, a stalker. That's cute. At least we know his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, he bar. He had to park over here. He borrowed our driveway. But anyways, um, the uh, but um, you know the uh, derailed. Um, all right. That's um, all there is in Pokestops. the game. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh. Yeah. How do you get Pokeballs? You have to sit there and just try your luck at spinning the wheel at these Pokestops, which is entirely random. Or, or of you course, can you can you can pay real cash money for them. Yep. And so it's it's. I I don't know. It's like I don't I, I don't get I, I don't have Pokemon fever. You know, it's just like I, I don't. You know, I I, I I certainly don't mean to knock on anybody that's enjoying this game. I mean, anything that gets gamers out of the house is a positive thing. So let, let's just make that very clear. But it's I feel like they did the absolute bare minimum and kind of did some slightly shady stuff here to, to take advantage of the well, fervor that they knew was going to be happening over yeah. this game. I kind of feel like. I don't know. Do you guys do you guys think that at all here? I, no. I, I don't know about taking advantage of the fervor, but I'm going to tell you this. Um, for as long as the game was in development, um, and because we were talking about this last year, um, last summer, if I remember right, as long as this has been in development, I think, it was about, I think it was announced a year ago. Yeah, and as poorly as as I'm sure that the server problems are probably due to the server load, the amount of people trying to hit them. But it's it's also just a fucking buggy game. When you go into go, you'll know what I'm talking about. When you go into your your look at an individual Pokemon and you want to transfer it, transfer it. Like sometimes it fucking bugs out and I can't scroll down to the transfer button, or I'll go to transfer Pokemon and you hit transfer and you accept and then it, there's a little moment where it it's talking to the server and then you just lose the Pokemon because it it gives you nothing in return for it because it fucked up like that kind of stuff happens all the time. Is this really buggy? It's buggy. Um, I don't feel like what they've put out versus the time they've spent on it. And given that most of the fucking framework for it was already there in Ingress. I don't know. I don't understand why it's as rinky as it is. I'm enjoying playing it, but it's kind of dinky, to be honest. Yeah, it, it really. Yeah. So, go. You 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 were not agreeing with me. Is that what I was hearing? I'm not agreeing with either one of you. It sounds like a bunch of crying babies. No bullshit, bullshit. Because if we have to test, if we're playing games and we're talking about holding it versus a playable standard, it's barely fucking playable. It's broken. It's buggy. Free to play game or not? Because Ingress is free and it works like a charm. Um, and it did. I uh, did at launch. It worked like it was supposed to, by and large. So, but but it's not complaining. If I were mad at it and I were complaining and crying about it, I wouldn't play it. I'm playing John, it because I'm enjoying it. But it is fucking. I can, I can buggy tell you right now. It's not and, buggy as shit. It's the fact that their servers got destroyed by it because they didn't want to put a million dollars. No, into because five some of it's not server stuff guess. though. Some of it's like the menus bug out on you and stuff and lock up and it's hard to get mm -hmm. through some of that stuff. And not for nothing, but the one other type of like mini game in it where you go to the gym and you actually fight Pokemon with your Pokemon is awful. You scroll to the left to move out of the way of the Pokemon that are attacking you. 
and then you tap the Pokemon you're attacking until it's just dead. You just have to hop out of the way, dodge their attack, tap them until they're dead, hop out of the way, dodge, attack until they're dead, and then you can use Pokemon special abilities. But it's really basic, and half the time, because of the server lag, you take so much damage where you die trying to kill something else because you're swiping to move out of the way, and there's like a three-second delay before the Pokemon you're swiping moves. It's buggy. Well, so so there's a couple different things here. So so the fact that the servers overload are overloaded should be should, should surprise absolutely nobody here. Oh, I'm but, not surprised at all. Yeah, but but with so with 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 the lag and things like that, with the servers being overloaded, there's there they, I'm sure they'll fix that. There's, they just have to add more servers. They have to sell more. That's part of why I'm, I'm sticking around because I think now, it'll get much better. But here's but here's the other thing with the other kind of thing John was talking about, goat with how like it, like trying to like transfer a Pokemon or, or sell a yeah. Pokemon or whatever to get something back. Um, with the kind of thing that he's describing, it's if the servers were overloaded, that would just make that take longer. The fact that yeah. it is it is breaking to the point where the transaction is just disappearing into thin air, that is absolutely a bug. That is there there is a handshake missing from the app talking to the server. It, if it were properly programmed, the app would say, "I would like this to happen." The server would say, "Okay, I understand you want this to happen. Let's do that." At the end, it would say, "Like I believe that we have completed," and then the app would say, "I believe we have completed too," and they would all agree on everything. I'll show you guys really quick what I'm talking about when I say yeah. that. One of the bugs is a, it's an in-game thing, right? Um, it, it's not the server or communication with server. It's um, here. Let me pull it up here. Jigglypuff, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> when you go into your list of Pokemon, right, and you you pick a Pokemon, is that Jiggly? That's Jiggly. So you pick the Pokemon, right? Why you get some fucking crazy ass Pokemon? Where are you right. hanging out? <laughs> I got my sources, bitch. See, I'm clicking on Jigglypuff and nothing's happening. Okay, so oh, yeah, there's Jiggly. so this is the menu I'm talking about, Charlie. If you take a look, when you when you want to transfer a Pokemon or get rid of it, you have to scroll down. Okay, all right. It first it shows you where you captured it, and then okay. there's the transfer button at the bottom. Okay. Half the time when you go to scroll like this, you could just I'm doing it right now. Look at this shit. This is what I'm talking about. This is not the server. Oh, yeah, no, that's all that's I That's not the fucking server, and it happens all the time. And I've had that happen where it'll sit there for 10 or 15 seconds doing this shit, and it drives me insane. Sorry for the listeners listening to the edited version of the podcast. I'm sure this is probably, like, pulling teeth listening to that part of it. Look, I'm scrolling on the fucking screen, eh? Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's it's buggy. But I'm, gonna, I'm not complaining because it is a free app. I'm going to write it out because I think they're going to make it better. Um, I'm getting uh, some messages from one of our listeners, Darcy, you guys know from the mm -hmm. past. And she's also saying that um, with the wearable, um, that um, if the screen is active, you can, you, can, you can throw the Pokemon ball by actually motioning, like, like you're throwing the ball. So it's just a little bit more immersive. Oh, so now, now not only are you going to be have your face glued to your phone and possibly get run over by a car, but you're going to look like <laughs> a crazy asshole while you're doing it. You're going to look like a homeless bastard walking down the street just going, throwing your arms around like a crazy drunk. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Which, that brings me to my next thought on Pokemon Go. People, please be very careful what you're doing while you're playing this game because I can tell you from personal experience in the last two days that the app does not differentiate whether or not Pokemon appear right in the middle of a fucking traffic-y street. Um, do you... Somebody's going to get hit by a goddamn car playing this game. I'm waiting for it. It's going to happen. Mark my words. I don't want how, it to happen, but it's going to happen. How physically close do you need to be to a Pokemon to throw a Pokeball at? Not terribly. Because when you... when you So, like, 
I've still got the app open. When you actually pull open the app and you're looking at your little character, there's like a little ring that emanates out from your character. Okay. And, and the app generally kind of, um, if there are Pokemon in that area, will throw one up near you. And then so like if it's over here, you, like if it's just away from you, you can just tap on it and then it goes into the little mini game where it turns your camera on and that's the AR part of the game. And it's always like right in front of you or just to your left or right. And you just throw the ball at it. It's really easy to do. Um, From uh, what I've estimated, it's about forty meters is your diameter. Oh, yeah, I could, I could right. see that. I could see that. <laughs> well, hopefully <laughs> people, hopefully people realize that if they see a Pokemon in the middle of the street, they know they can stay on the sidewalk to catch it. No, so, no, yeah. stop telling people that. Not, not, let natural selection <laughs> Look, take its course. To, this is an <laughs> example of trying to take you're out your moron competition. Who's too wrapped up in your phone? And you're walking into fucking traffic. You deserve to get fucking hit. <laughs> Goats are crazy, man. Jesus. <laughs> Goats are crazy, man. This is don't don't listen to him. This is just him trying to take out the competition. That's all it is. <laughs> it's, it's, this is uh, hashtag if goat tactics. No, 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 no. That's this tactic, all right? My tactic here is if you're near a gym, yeah. stand and directly in the center of the intersection, you have a better chance of winning it. Just <laughs> just stay there. Maybe so. Um um don't take advice from Goat. Really about no. Anything. Never do that. Good. Unless you're, on a, <laughs> unless you're on a stage. Anything off a stage, uh, not not good advice for me. Amazing. And and yeah. And we're not even we're not we're not even combining that to just Pokemon Go here. Um, don't take dating advice from Goat. No. Um, don't take I, I, don't take don't nutrition. take candy from Goat. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Don't, no, don't take. I will I agree with these gentlemen 100. percent If you're not on a stage, don't take advice from me. <laughs> there, yeah, there, yeah. It is. there it is. All right, so, uh, so, so, yeah, so, 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 just to kind of put a bookmark on what, what we, we could talk about this forever because it is just, it's, I mean, the game has been out for so, less than a week and it is already a cultural phenomenon. So there's plenty yeah, to talk is. about here. I'm guessing this is our feature. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna call this our feature. Feature. Yeah. Which I knew as soon as Friday happened. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, you guys are—I don't know. I, I guess I, I don't care as much. I mean, I know what it is, and it's uh, a super casual to get you out in an active uh, capture the flag game, and that's exactly what it is, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, no, it's uh, to be fair. If you get a group of friends together and go play this, it's probably a lot of fun. And I, I passed. There's like a set of trails, like nature trails, and areas near my home that I, I passed by, and. Uh, I was on foot, and, you know, I see these, like, I don't know, probably 16, 17-year-old kids passing by, and I walked right by them, didn't think anything of them, and then I turned around and looked, and all of them had headphones in the headphone jack, and all of them were wandering around. They looked like Egon from the Ghostbusters, just walking around scanning shit, looking for shit, and so I went back, and I said, hey, you guys playing Pokemon Go? And they were like, yeah. And I was just like... Carry on, children. And I walked away <laughs> because I realized I was far too old to be like, hey, kids, you playing Pokemon? Oh, so a shocking, shocking moment mm -hmm. over the weekend that you two are probably going to follow your chairs for. Let's hear it. But um, I was actually helping people find Pokemon and talking to people and being social with strangers most That's of lies. the weekend. That's lies. Once again, counterintuitive to your nature, Goat, there's a plot here. No, I. It was. They were like, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, "Oh, there's this down there and this over there." And yeah, because we were all doing about the same lap. There was six Poké centers from the convention center, including the convention center, 
and we were just all doing the same laps. We were keeping every, we were all keeping each other up to date on uh, new if we found any new or different Pokemon. I feel like we should we probably a... call this episode Pokemon Goat, but put put a colon between the O and the A in Goat's name. That's what we or should parentheses call it. or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah something. Yeah, there um, should be something there. No, but yeah, I think we should no. keep my colon out of this. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess um, I really kind of. I guess I opened uh, opened you up to that one, didn't I? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, um, yeah, was, yeah, that, no, joke was, that joke was the BM right there. <laughs> you guys are gonna be the end of me. No, nope. um, no, nope. let's. Well, the end of this oh. feature is what that is. Um, but no, just I, I do have to say that you know, like you know, listen, listeners of the show know that every now and then we 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 actually do try and remind people and convince people actually is a better word for it that despite his gruff exterior his forced gruff exterior um, Goat does have a soul he just refuses to let anybody know except for very rare instances like right now yeah. So I want you to I want you all look at the screen, listeners. Just imagine Goat's face right in front of you, and um, and just look at the screen and just understand that this is a man and this is a man with feelings, and um, and really just at the end of the day, he just wants to be loved. He just doesn't know how to ask. What the fuck are you talking about? I want to know what the other Pokemon were. <laughs> That's the gentleman thing to do is to be like, hey, I found this because you're looking for it. So yeah. they tell you where they found something that you're looking for. Mm. Yeah, there it is. That's and the thing. There, yep, that's... Uh, Pirate bartering. It's been around a while, Charlie. It's okay, Go. We know. We know. It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. No, Charlie's the one who'd be putting signs up for people. It'd be like, here, here's a Lickitung. Here is a... <laughs> while, while true, it's a, we know, Go. It's okay. But yes, I, think, I think that... <laughs> I think that uh, I think that uh, wraps up our feature for this week. Yeah, I think this is where we poke stop. The question was: Would you be more or less interested in watching esports in a bar compared to at home? What about on ESPN TV compared to Twitch? And again, this was a uh, a question that was a response to um, the fact that ESPN is going to be airing um, ESPN Two is going to be airing uh, Street Fighter Five Finals. Uh, I think this coming week, or maybe it's next week. I don't remember. And that we spoke about a conversation we had last week, kind of talking about yeah. um, whether or not you'd okay. like to watch these things televised or in a public place with friends. So everybody's up to speed. So uh, at Girl Scan Game Twenty Two says much more at a bar. So that's one for the bar. And then our um, uh, a good fan of the show and uh, uh, um, I don't think I don't think John and Charlie know about him, but. Uh, um, uh, famous rapper Joey Savior uh, actually um, tweeted in and said, uh, "What what the fuck is esports?" Um, <laughs> so I, I I think his answer is no. He would not be interested in watching esports. Um, yeah, pretty I'm much guessing. Any, yeah, mm. yeah. At that point, probably not so much. Um, he has a he has a busy tour schedule, so I understand he probably doesn't have time for it. Mm. Indeed. Wait, um, uh, we have some responses. In- in the in the players club here. Uh, yeah, let's see. So Ricky, Ricky, yay! So Ricky Keller says, for me, it depends on what esports becomes. I think it's currently lacking what Bro Sports has for their leagues in terms of seasons, divisions, etc. I think I'd prefer to watch esports uh, with some friends at that point. At what better place to meet than a bar? I think it, I'd be more likely to watch there than at home. 
Um, so, but contrary to that, Daryl Moore says, I don't think esports is barable. Uh, I want, to, I, I don't want the distraction. I'm looking for the little things that make the plays, and it seems like that would be lost with too many people around. That kind of speaks to what I was saying about how it seems like esports are, are too action-packed to be able to not just stare at the screen the whole time. So yeah, that, that, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, Derek Hansen says, uh, Barcraft, um, which is StarCraft 2 specific tourney events and bars, is great, which apparently is already a thing, um, but generally Barcrafts are in smaller craft beer bar atmosphere with a dozen or so nerds very into StarCraft 2 specifically. The bigger issue is that most video games aren't very fun to watch. This is the same reason video game mo- movies are, also, are awful. I'm not uh, quite following your logic there, Derek, but um, 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 it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. He... Um, um, he, he goes on to say, I'm not really trying to take a side in response to a question from, uh, um, from, from Ricky asking about which, uh, kind of which started side of the argument he was saying on. Um, oh, sorry, I'm jumping around the conversation here. Uh, so Ricky says, I think a few people on Twitch might disagree, pointing at the number of people that use Twitch. Um, in terms of, in, in response to whether or not people would enjoy watching video games, Derek responds, yeah, people on Twitch would disagree, of course, but we're talking about the bar patrons demographic and not the gamer demo. 99% of bar patrons will look at uh, at a pro League of Legends game and have absolutely no context as to uh, what is going on or why they should care. I guess I'm arguing that most competitive games don't have the clarity of purpose at first glance that most regular sports have. Ultra combos in Street Fighter look great, but most of the match is spent slightly moving left or right and throwing out jabs. A 360 no-scope kill is not immediately <laughs> apparent to someone who does not know what it is, etc. That's a good point. Um, you really do have to kind of understand what you're watching from the get-go to kind of to, to maybe to get enjoyment out of it. That that's a good point. Um, Cal Davis says, "I do not really watch esports as it is now, but then again, I do not really watch actual sports now." Uh, that being said, hi, I mean, yeah, me too. Um, that being said, however, if a bar were to open that catered to the gamer and held an esporting events, this could be something I would be interested in. Uh, go out, enjoy a beer too with like-minded people, have a massive Overwatch tournament. Uh, that was apparently just for you, John, and just enjoy the day. This sounds like a good idea. Thank you, thank you, for, uh, thank you for throwing in the Overwatch for me. I appreciate it. That game would work really well in a setting like that, though. Um, I think. Anyway. And then let's see if we had any more here. Dude, 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 looking for our second post. Can't find it, so I think that's all we had in the players' club. Um, I had a couple of responses. Kyle Torres says, "Not sure. I'd love to go to a bar just to watch the CS:GO championship with other fans around." Uh, Jessica Johnson says, "I would love watching esports and bars, but I would also love more diversity. Like currently, I'm watching uh, SD SGDQ 2016. Hold on, let me pull that up because I have no fucking idea what that is. Um, as a hashtag, uh, the Summer Games Done Quick 2016. Oh, okay. These are uh, this is a speed running uh, speed. I, re- I recall what this is now. I just never saw it hash- uh, abbreviated as a hashtag like that. <laughs> Um, and watching some of these amazing runs with a group would be so much fun. They just finished a Tetris block, and it keeps you at the edge of your seat. I'm not a fan of shooters, namely CSGO, but the inclusion of the genre would make leaps and bounds of progress for esports players. So that's two for the bar. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I spent some time thinking about this this last week as to whether or not I thought this would be a good idea in practice. And I guess realistically, it doesn't have to be a bar. We didn't really talk about that or clarify that last week, but it doesn't have to be a bar. Just any public place. It could be uh, um, 
cafe or or I guess it doesn't really matter. There's a public place gathering with TVs that you could sit and watch these things if you wanted to. But uh, well, we, we, we did we did we did specify the bar thing, kind of liking how do people go to bars to watch regular sports. That, sure, that's, sure. So, so that that was one of the angles we presented. Hold yes. on. We did specify bar, John. No, no, no. Let I'm saying just... we didn't specify anything other than the bar. What I'm saying no, no, is no. we didn't clarify anything other than. And, and this is why we did that. I don't know about you, but how many sports cafes have you seen around? <laughs> no, it's not. No, I don't even just mean that. Uh, uh, I guess I, I'm not really sure what I'm thinking. But I mean, like, there are a lot of people out there who don't drink. You know, I mean, they got to have somewhere to go watch it if they don't want to be at the bar. I guess. Buffalo Wild Wings. Bars serve Coke, John. There you go, B Dubs, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, liquid. Wines. Liquid. Uh, they sell. Uh, they the bars sell uh, both the powder and liquid version of Coke. So. I, I'm I'm pretty sure the Buffalo Wild Wings classifies as a sports bar. Uh, yeah, technically. Well, it says on the window. It yeah. says Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> sports bar. So but, John's well, there is there his own there, There's the business. We need to open up an esports esports bar. That's what we need to do. Yes, so nothing but esports and streaming all day, twenty four seven. Because caffeine and esports is going to go really good as much as beer and esports, yeah, mm -hmm. or alcohol. <laughs> yes, 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 that. <coughs> uh, John, did you have any more on your page? That's it for me. All right, and then uh, we have Songbird email. Hey, uh, Songbird so writes in and says, uh, Dear Technotronicorn, Goat, and Valen Flynn, Mailbag answer. The thing is that there are factors that strike against me about the question. I don't drink, and I'm not into esports now, nor do I know anyone who is. If I was going to watch esports in my current condition, I'd uh, pick watching it on the tele so I don't on the television so I don't eat up the data plan. Uh, if I became interested in esports and knew people who were into it, it would be nice to meet up at a place like a clubhouse or a restaurant where people could hang out to watch the events and have games playable to play not only with each other but all, with also uh, with uh, fellow viewers online. It would so there you go. Be... Uh, Songbird says she doesn't drink, so there's a perfect example. Well, I mean, okay, so I guess the one clarification we didn't make is that when we say when we say meet up at a bar, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to drink like alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Like they have soda at bars too. It's just it's mm -hmm. it's a you know at sports bars or a thing. So that's why we went that direction. But um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's we're we're certainly not advocating <laughs> requiring that you drink alcohol while watching esports. We're um, just recommending it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, it would be really right interesting. You're always the winner at that point. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, what would be really interesting is if you go to a place, pay to rent a VR unit, watch the stream in game because variety is the spice of life. That would be interesting. So yeah. like it's it's basically no, no. it's so like it like let's say it's Overwatch and you can just kind of walk around the battlefield while people are actually playing Overwatch around you. That would be kind of curious. Oh, yeah. Oh no, that's terrible. No, you don't. You would not be interested. <laughs> you want how many? Drunk people wandering around in a 3D world. Ah, uh, but the player. Ah, uh, here, here's my solution. The players can't see them. They can see the players. Players cannot no, no, see no. them. I'm saying you want them all in this room, wandering around, bouncing into each other, drunk and stumbling around and puking at each other. Oh. Yeah, I do kind of want that because that'd be funny. Until it's your cashmere sweater that you got from Guam and fire sale. It's made of I don't know, horses. <laughs> <laughs> I am confused, but uh, Songbird continues. Uh, legitimately, though, did anyone tell you why I had brought up uh, Yungu's making Pokemon great again? If not, just put the name in an image search. Yeah, right. we, we 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 looked up. I, I brought up a picture of it when we were when we were answering your question. Badger, badger. Um, yeah, I'm a. Uh, He's a badger. I, I I think we missed. We 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 might go. To, do we miss something here? No, we, I, I, we, we we brought up a picture. On. I think I, I already just based on her play on words. I think I understand what it was supposed to be. 
I think she's going to a deeper place than we went. <coughs> Hold on, let me pull Which it up. Does not shock me. Pull it up now. Oh, yeah. I got it. Screen what? sharing right now. You beat me to it. Go ahead. Oh, what wait. Did we miss? I did. I did not come across this image before when we yeah, were looking up pictures of why Ingoose would yeah, make Pokemon yeah, great again. Yeah, I guess Ingoose Reference does look like Donald Trump with the hair. Completely yeah. lost on me. Yeah. Um, that's Who's the guy on the left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be that would be Donald Trump. Yeah. Really? Should he have yeah, a hat yeah. on and says I'm a jackass? I don't yeah, know he should. <laughs> yes, he should. Oh, oh, I yeah. Isn't America as great as something? That's his. I get it. His oh. slogan is "Make America Great Again." So she was saying, oh, "Make America Great, great again. again." Songbird, yeah. we are horrible. I'm sorry, we all missed your joke. Um, yeah, it was. It's not yeah. you. Politics but. are probably not the best subject to put on this show. I just yeah. for joking or ever because the three of us. Uh, it took me like three <laughs> years to realize we got a new president. So. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, well done. So to... Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry, we. Uh, uh, it was, it was too advanced for us, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Songbird cool. Okay, if you were, if you were to, or are playing Pokemon Go, well, you have your answer on that already. Uh, sure. where, where in Chicagoland would you set up your Poke Gym, and where would your Pokemon be? Um, note, it must be a Pokemon from Gen One. Also, mm -hmm. who would you join? Um. Uh, so, um, wait, wait, uh, so this this I'm is she's thinking starter. Yeah, who would your Pokemon be? I'm thinking is there starter. Um, yes, and then also which which would you join? Team Instinct, Mystic, or Valor? Um, oh well, we already answered that earlier in the show. Team Valor, man. Uh, I'm a Team Valor. Uh, my starter was Charmander. Uh, my Pokemon gym would be at the Admiral Strip Club. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, yeah. Where are there going to be more balls in town? <laughs> um, that is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you're, 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 I, I cannot find a flaw in your in your logic. No, um, is, <laughs> so uh, okay, and I don't have an answer because I don't care about Pokemon Go. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, wow, Charlie. My... Uh, Charlie's answer is get off my lawn. <laughs> um, my. My gym would probably be at, um, honestly, factory. at this point, I, I'm going to put my Pokemon gym at Taco Madre, just because then I could train and eat and be the very best fat ass that no the one ever irony. does. The irony <laughs> of yeah. that is amazing. I just, uh, Taco Madre, probably, or maybe like Music Box Theater, so that I could just hang out there, because that place is amazing. Uh, that would be my gym. As far as my starter Pokemon, um, would probably be. You know what? what? I, it's it, it, oh, you're asking who my starter was for the game. You don't get to. You, you don't get to 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 make one up. It's to, if. Well, I didn't playing. say make one up. I meant like who would my you're starter playing. be? If I had my choice amongst the original. You don't um, anymore because you're playing. You've already made your choice. I'm not talking about in Go. I just meant in general, like fictionally speaking. She's no, no, she, in Go. She has in, in Go. go. In, oh, in, in go. go. Okay, in okay. Go. I, I missed that part. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't think I remember who my fucking. Who my starter was? Who did you? What were the choices? I don't remember. Your standards. Me, 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 me. Um, <coughs> like it Charmander. might have been might have been Squirtle. Squirtle and Bulbasaur. I picked Squirtle. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Songbird continues, I'm much to the delight of people with certain fantasies, you can now have a Twitch channel dedicated to eating in front of viewers as they talk about whatever they want to. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to watch a gaming character's eating stream, who would it be and why? Kirby is not a pickable choice as it's too easy. Because that was going, actually going to be my answer until I read that next sentence. Oh, um, I already have my answer. She's ahead of you, Charlie. Yeah. Um, I, uh, mine would be Donkey Kong, because okay. that shit would be bananas. <laughs> ah, shit. Wow, dad yeah. joke to John this week. That's all right. Look, I, you've gotten it for the last few weeks in a row. I, Charlie is not yeah. pleased with that answer. Look at him. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a good run, boys. Like, <laughs> um, I would choose Cooking Mama because, um, yeah, her food would be amazing to watch being made. That's what I'm going to go with. Mm. And being eaten. So you're going to watch Julia Childs digitally. Got it. <laughs> no, no, Cooking Mama, the video game character. That's what I'm saying, but it's basically one of those. It's gonna be one of those cooking shows like back then with Julia well, Child's. Uh, uh, nothing, nothing, nothing like Julia Child's personality, but sure, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but I think Cooking Mom is sober, so yeah. Marcus Phoenix, the Marcus Phoenix cooking show from Gears of War, just because he'd be screaming at you for the entire fucking thing. Dom, hand me the fucking olive oil. There you go. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, Goat, and your answer. I think I'd like the um, the Fallout cooking channel. They have some pretty good delicacies on uh, on three and four. Oh look! Watch me cook this can of beans, this irradiated can of beans that I <laughs> found in a footlocker buried at hey. the bottom of an irradiated lake. Iguana on a stick. That'd be a fun show. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, now finally Songbird asks, now to turn the tables, if for whatever reason you had your own food eating channel, who would you feel the most embarrassed knowing that they were watching you? Uh, this must include one gaming character and then you're free to say anyone else. Um, who would the I feel the most embarrassed channel ever. watching who, who, who do you not want to watch you eat? We Fit Trainer. I would feel like oh, she's judging me. Oh, that's fucking perfect. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anybody from from Just Dance? I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, I know who John wouldn't want him to watch eat. No. Tingle just staring at you while you're eating a steak. <laughs> mm, I wouldn't be able to eat a steak if Tingle were staring at me because it would gross me the fuck out and I'd lose my appetite. No, no. If Tingle's ah. if, if Tingle's gonna be watching John eat, it's gonna be have to be like 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 pea pods or something. I mean, it's just something mm -hmm. that really just you know. I think we're onto something know, here. You know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be a a cake, a Tingle cake, where I just cut the head off and start and just. Savagely clawing at it with my hands and stuffing cake into my face because then maybe he'll. So your first alone. birthday all over again. <laughs> uh, John, this is no longer an answer to Songbird's question. Um, <laughs> well, no, this is just cake murder. It is. Tingle um, is even better. Go who? What specific video gaming character? And also any other people? Well, I mean, like I don't, I don't know. know. I I barely eat. It's just gonna be a short channel and not very. I'm fucking. I eat, I live on ramen and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> like my you longest food channel in the cigarette paper and yeah, then you exactly. Ramen noodles. Streamline it. You get back yeah. in the studio faster. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the most musician thing that's ever come out of your mouth, goat. But Anyways. I mean, my my longest stream would be what. 18, 19 minutes? Yay. I, I don't know. I don't care who's watching me eat. I, I wouldn't be embarrassed. I eat. 
whatever. It's a mess. It's a fucking mess every time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I I'm familiar with those feels. Um, yeah. and then uh, yeah, the only other uh, other non video gaming character answer I can think to that is oh um, hot chicks. That's my other answer. I don't want them to watch me. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, would be uh, Emily Post. A because she's a skeleton, and B because um. The uh, well, uh, you know, just I'm I'm sure I'm not eating properly, so there you go. There you go, right on. All right, Songbird wins so, again. Yes, uh, early. Yes, she is, yes. Random question. Uh huh. Um, when you eat alphabet soup, do you make sure that it spells out words correctly? Because I know you're <laughs> kind of a Nazi with that. <laughs> um, have I done that? Yes. Do I require that that that, that be the case? No. Um, I do, however, read the word every time, and even if it doesn't come out to be a real word, I I, I, I try and I try and make it a word just because. Had it? Mm, I'm uncomfortable now. Um, so thanks so much for your email. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, and also thank you to all the people that responded to our mailbag this week. Um, you guys are awesome. And uh, and and uh, and thank you for for all the more responses. Twitter. More yes, Twitter. More Twitter responses, please. Thank you very much. And more um, fucking voicemails, man. Yeah, Less that. voicemails. <laughs> that, yes, that. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that does it for the mailbag this week. Um, so uh, so Jesus Christ. Uh, Yep, you, Please don't uh, die. Yes, yes. Um, I'm on the verge of death already. We don't need two of us. So, uh, John, do you have anything coming up you'd like to tell the listeners about? This coming week, it's business as usual right now is the thing. This coming week, um, we're going to be pr- participating in another Beast for Villain show at uh, Anime Zing in Davenport, Iowa. Um, and that is going to be... Let me double check and see when that's going to be what the dates uh, on that are. My brain is not working. That is going to be the 15th, 16th, and 17th um, in, in Davenport, Iowa. Anime Zing. That's anime-zing. Uh, it's another animecon.org event. Uh, a smaller event, a little more sleepy. Um, very fucking chill and laid back, man. Actually, I, one of my favorites that we do when we get to do it, we don't always get to do it every year, um, because you get to just really hang out with everybody and have a great time. So... Looking forward to that. Other than that, after that, nothing until, like, September. So we're not going to even talk about that, but we're going to get a much-needed break after the last three weeks of show, show, shows every weekend. Cool. Goat, uh, anything... Um, uh, yeah, I know that you know one of your iron curtains has been, curtains has been lifted, yes. but uh, anything to speak on on uh, any of the others? Uh, we're bringing the circus to, to Iowa, like John just said. The full, the full unveiled circus. Um... And then Phoenix album, hopefully, is in the works. I mean, everybody's so busy it's in the, the camp uh, doing it and stuff like that that we're uh, kind of on pause for a release because, well, unlike uh, video games, we like to give you a complete product without day one patch. So, other than that... Uh, Thank you for mostly the finished product, for God's sakes. Yeah. Yeah, I, mostly it's because I don't want to hear John bitch about it every villain. I'm gonna bitch anyways, go. That's what I do. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, there's other stuff coming on, but uh, layer one of this iron onion is uh, out in the open. So, yay. There you go. Good times. On my side of things, I'm basically just uh, turning my focus back to Ponyville Cider Fest and working on prep there. Um, if you want to come help, come help staff at Amazing Con, have an amazing time. And um, the uh, one of one of the things that uh, one of the things that I'm working on that uh, um, 
I'll, I'll tease a little bit here, is that we're working on setting up an event with one of the breweries in Milwaukee for our attendees. Uh, it'll probably be some sort of ticketed or exclusive event for sponsors, but um, um, it, it is the conversation on that has just begun, but the fact that, that, that this is even a possibility is, is very, very, very exciting for me because it is, um, is, is one of my favorite breweries that I've ever been to ever, and so the fact that they are... Um, at least willing to even talk about the idea is very exciting to me. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, October twenty. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Uh, <laughs> no, what? No, <laughs> What's wrong with you. Um, so, <laughs> October twenty. Charlie has a dark secret. No, I, 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 I do, but that's not it. Um, <laughs> October 28th and 30th in uh, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Ponyville Cider Fest is going to be a good time. I promise. Even if you don't like ponies, good time. Promise. Um, so Absolutely anyway, free. no, no, don't don't take <laughs> advice from goat, especially when it comes to anything related to pony. But more important than anything, don't take shit from goat. Yeah, um, they're working on Pony Blue Ribbon Fest, so it's going to be great. Uh, Anyways, you know I love you, Charlie. If they make fun of you, you'd be worried. Oh, that 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 that's true. Because um, you'd probably be dead. Um, so um, I think that I think that wraps it up for this week. Um, unless there's anything else you guys want to throw into the mix. Um, so if you've enjoyed what you've heard and or seen here, you can uh, follow us at uh, you can find us and follow us at gamersheadradio.com, at facebook.com backslash gamersheadradio, at google.com backslash plus gamersheadradio, and on Twitter where we are at gamersheadradio. I am at tek charlie. Uh, John is at the Fallon Flynn, and Goat is at blah, 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 which actually says Sir Goatsworth. Um, uh, you could email us. At, Yes, PokeSpeak, yes. Uh, you can email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com or call us and leave us a voicemail at 94926Gamer. Uh, more of that, please, more of that. Um, uh, please download the uh, the official uh, GamerHead Radio app on Android, on Google Play, or you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, YouTube, or with uh, your podcast downloader of choice, also on Twitch. Um, we, we need to do some more gaming. I know John, John, I do have to say, to John's credit, like every single week, he he he, 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 <laughs> he basically yeah he basically yells at us and says like we haven't played games together in like months like we need to fix this let's play something and Goat and I are just like yeah but busy <laughs> and so um we uh we as a group we do know that uh, that we need to play some more games together and do some of that streaming especially now that you can do the group Twitch audio. Yeah. In the stream on Xbox One, like there's all the reasons in the world for us to do it. We just haven't do it, done it because Goat and I suck. John doesn't suck because no, 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 no. no. John equally sure. sucks. Yeah, because he's shooting himself in the foot because he's the one who's made me busy the last month. <laughs> all right, yes. so we, we all we all that suck is our, partially my fault. We I, all suck. I don't take credit. It's true. Um, so uh, yeah, I feel bad uh, for John though. Um, Oh, he brings his torch and we both blow it out and he walks away with his head hung and goes, maybe next week, guys. <laughs> that's okay, because that's how we got to playing Grand Theft Auto before. Was we, I, mm-hmm. I said, we should play, and we were like, yes, have some. Yeah. And then Charlie went nuts and we all were like, no, never again. <laughs> yes, so worked out okay as far as I'm concerned. Anywho, um, that uh, that that may or may not have happened. Um, so um, oh, so yeah, everybody. Thank, yeah. Um, so uh, pay, uh, keep an eye on our social media to find out. Uh, did, was there anything that leapt out of you guys real quick that uh, that that you think we should? Um, well, let, let's. Why don't we just make a Pokemon Go question out of um, for a mailbag next week? Are you playing Pokemon Go? Um, are you playing Pokemon Go? And what do you think of it so far? And if you're not um, playing Pokemon team? Go, 
Uh, and what is your team? Yes. And um, so are, are you playing? What's your team? Are you enjoying it? And if you're not playing, why? That's our mailbag question to you for next week. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, thanks very much for watching. Right. Let us know. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the the addition, the insertion there of the interview that I did at uh, Anime Midwest. We want to get to more cons. We want to do more of that. Um, but uh, let us know if you have any suggestions for events that you think we should show up at. And let's let us know how you thought it worked with having that be you know stuck in the middle of the show there. Hopefully you guys like that. Um, but, yeah. With all that being said, thank you very much for watching, listening, downloading, subscribing, and liking, and favoriting, and all that stuff. We haven't done that for a while. Just a reminder: um, likes on like 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 ratings on iTunes, and likes on Facebook, and follows on Twitter, and um, like plus ones on all the various things, and you know all the different subscription services. It does a lot more good for us than than you might realize. And so, um, anything that you guys can do to kind of help. Like let others know that this is a that you enjoy this podcast. That there are people that listen to us. You know we're 176 episodes in, and um, you know the uh, you know we, we we want to grow our listener base. And one of the one of the best ways to do that is for us to be rated and reviewed well on these services. So um, if if everybody could please do us a favor and uh, just leave a good review or just a you know a, a like or whatever on whatever whatever platform you're listening to us on, just let others know that you're enjoying this. And if you're not, tell us why so we can so we can work on it. Um, but uh, yeah, that would be a, that would be a, a giant help for us. So please and thank you in advance. Um, but with all that being said, thank you very much for uh, for participating and watching and all that. And uh, this has been Gamerhead Radio. Ready? Why am I saying ready? Uh, today. Uh, blah, uh, That's why. <laughs> Put that in. Go. Yeah, I will. All right. Hold on. Let me lock on Charlie because now I got John's ugly mug and that's just not gonna help me read.